BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You're listening to a Countout Podcast. and welcome to ring post radio as we're doing the intro scott is like no, i can't hear anything that's fine that's fine i tried out a little bit of an intro graphic this weekend you know there's some bugs that need to be worked out <laughs> there's some there's certainly some bugs that need to be worked out but you know it wouldn't be us here at ring post radio at count out uh if there weren't some you know some bugs I just try something out off the cuff and it doesn't work perfectly. But hey, we I played some music at the beginning, so that was my goal. Uh, Sky couldn't hear it at all. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> what a start. I am Ryan Nightseen. With me, as always, the man, the myth, the legend, Scotty. Scotty Edwards, how are you doing on this fine Sunday morning? I am having a great time. It is we are we are on the eve of WrestleMania week. I watched the Cinderella tournament that broke people. Today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, I got that impression on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. It broke people. I loved it. I thought it was great. Every favorite is gone. Every favorite's out. It's amazing. Well, um, I, if I'm not mistaken, well, and we'll talk about it, but I'm pretty sure Tekla's still in there. Well, no, not like people's favorites' favorites. I mean, like the favorite heading into the tournament. Your point? Oh, sorry, sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, come on, guy. Come on, man. Yeah. Um, I watched uh, Creed for the first time yesterday. Really? really What'd you think of it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was really good. I think Michael B. Jordan's excellent. I like uh, Rocky as a uh, as a trainer rather than and this is creed one right this isn't yes yes creed one creed one i like rocky as the trainer Mm -hmm. rather than the boxer which might get me bought (laughs) that's fine um but i think michael e jordan's excellent i love michael jordan so it's a shame that i'm just watching it because over the past month i've watched rocky for the first time because Mm -hmm. i'm trying to get there in time to watch rocky uh not rocky creed three sure theaters but in theaters um, today uh, in theaters today, yeah, yeah, with uh, starring Michael B. Jordan and uh, and, and, a, and an alleged, <laughs> a newly alleged uh, person. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Um, <laughs> that that came up at a that shocked me yesterday because before last month I hadn't seen any of the Rockies, and 
you know, I, I I don't know. People find that weird, so I wanted to make sure to change that. Yeah, I I so well, I think I don't I don't know. I'm not gonna judge you for saying it's weird because my history of the Rocky franchise is a weird one. I haven't seen a single Rocky movie. I haven't seen a single like Creed movie. Wow. I yet. but yet they, these are all all my tickets to you know all my boxes to check off. But sure. you want to know what I have seen, Scotty? Hmm. Hmm. No, I don't know. I mean, something, I'm sure. The <laughs> Rocky Broadway musical. Ah, yes. Okay. How was that? Awesome. <laughs> it was. <laughs> but, it di- but it didn't get you to watch Rocky. Nope. <laughs> Apparently nope. not. <laughs> Apparently not. Well, I don't saw the musical. How awesome it was. Maybe, maybe it, was, it was like, oh, you know what? I've seen enough. I'm good. So it was Rocky the Musical, music by Sylvester Stallone and Thomas Meehan. That's awesome. So he he was a part of it. Uh, awesome. It was, yeah, just called Rocky the Musical from 2012. It is... He's part of all of Rocky. Yeah, some would say. It basically, it's just, you know, it was a Broadway show in February 2014 at the Winter Garden Theater. I saw it with my mother. It was awesome. There's no reason to watch the first movie. I saw the movie. You know, they did they basically do all the movie points, I presume. there's They do a montage where he's eating a bunch of eggs and beating up a bunch of beef in a locker. Um, but I will say, the best part of this musical, Scotty, with no joke, was the fight at the end. Because yeah, what... So the entire time, they have obviously a boxing ring on stage. But the yeah. boxing ring is crazy because... They're like lifting it and tilting it while people are boxing on it, and yeah. in the air it's like it's like tilted up like this, so people are like boxing like at a corner. But for the f- final fight, what they did, they took the first ten rows of the movie theater out of their seats, put bleachers in in on the actual stage, oh, moved awesome. all of them to the bleachers. Move the ring out over the first 10 rows that are now empty. That's crazy. Then they lowered like flyers posters and like 76er posters or whatnot, like advertise or advertisements for the fight down from like, you know, the stage. Yeah. They had announcers up in like the top area, a net live doing a live announcing. Production. Holy shit. Then they did the fight. Played entrance music and the actors playing Rocky and um, the other guy. Apollo Creed. Thank you, Apollo Creed. Uh, walked out from the back of the stage, like not the sorry, not the stage, from yeah. the back of the uh, theater, through the crowd and entered That's the awesome. ring. It was the that is co- amazing. It was the coolest experience that I've ever had in regards to Rocky. It was, and only the only experience I've had in regards to Rocky. It was awesome. I was well, there. Actually, you've now had two. Well, uh, I don't know about that one. I don't know about that well, one. You've had two experiences of Rocky now. That's true. Rocky Balboa. As the reports have told me, you've had two. <laughs> Rocky Balboa. And there's also Rocky Maivia, which, and The Rock, you know, maybe that That's has something to do with not, it. No, not no? the same thing. No, not the same thing. No, uh, no. We actually got to relive Rocky Three, which I thought, which out of those first four, was probably my least favorite. So I was gonna say, have you seen? Ro- I was gonna say, are you, have you seen Rocky Three? Did you enjoy Rocky Three? Um, I mean, I'm not saying maybe it was a bad idea to replay Rocky Three, 
but might have been a bad idea to replay Rock. <laughs> in hindsight of everything. In um, hindsight of everything, yeah. But uh, the musical was fantastic. Uh, it's I I don't think it's you might be able to watch it online somewhere. Uh, I have to, may have to. Maybe that'll make my Creed viewing better. It but Probably but not. but the experience, the final moments of that f- musical were fantastic. And again, it's a musical, so they're singing the entire time. But they're like they're doing the fight, and they're in slow motion sometimes, like they're doing all that shit, and they're actually boxing. <laughs> It, it was awesome, and like the the, the act, they're putting like prosthetic makeup or something on the actors or whatnot during the fight, but you don't see it because it's all oh uh, yeah, that's good magic kayfabe the way. So like right. at the end of the fight, they're like covered in blood and shit. It's it's, awesome. It just looked awesome. It was the best. So 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 what you're saying is is that we've already talked about Rocky way too much on this episode. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. You know, it's a shame we unknowingly uh just just sort of i don't know off the cuff felt like we needed to talk about rocky to open the show uh mm. just something in the ether feels yeah, right time about rocky and it i was. want everyone to know i actually did watch creed for the first time yesterday this was not a lie i did do it so and don't, i don't come calling me out i did watch it and it was fantastic thank you for asking i also watched john wick this week but i'm not going to talk about that because that's not as newsworthy i watched everything everywhere all at once is that newsworthy does that count that eh, that works. Sorry, bud. Um, I want to see if I can. I, uh, can I I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm gonna share my screen on it, but it's the Rocky. Look up pictures of Rocky the Musical. It was awesome. I I, I will, but we have. I don't know if you know this. We have a show to do. No, All this right. is more important, Scotty. I got rid of the Rocky background. We uh, have so Rocky much show to do. We have <laughs> That's Rocky talk. Thing. Yeah, if it I was so. two hours. We could extend it a little bit. That would be fine. But we are literally having an intermission today because this is gonna be the longest show of our lives. Until next week, which will be the longest show of our lives. Yeah, baby. Uh, yeah, it's a big one. It's a big one this week. Uh, there's That's a, what she said. There's so. a little... <laughs> it's going to be a silly one for folks. I can already feel that one. Big week this week is a little show called WrestleMania happening this weekend. Uh, so we're going to be previewing that whole show, talking about the New Japan Cup Finals and New Japan moving forward. Stardom Cinderella Tournament Night 1. All your fan favorites like Tekla and Saida are still in. So we got some winners, baby. Some winners. Get on the train. Uh, we also, of course, got... All of, uh, not all of WrestleMania weekend, but we're going to talk about and preview of the shows that we are planning to watch and planning to discuss next week. Um, uh, obviously, we're going to try to watch all of these. If we can't watch all of these and talk about next week, maybe we'll talk about the week after. We don't know. But this is he's, our. He's coming up with excuses. This is our. Watch everything. I know. I'm going to try to walk it, watch everything. But my point is, is that this is our goal. This will be our stated goal. This is our, this is us putting forward our, you know, uh, shows to watch list for, for fans of this show. This is what we think you should watch based on previews, I guess. Not the actual previews. We don't know. Maybe there's a sleeper show. Maybe a Circle Six show is out there. That's going to be, you know, maybe the, the, Spoiler alert. the, nope. the maybe the AJ Gray hour is going to be a, uh, be a great one. No. I don't you know. picked any other hour. I couldn't remember it yet. Treehouse hour. Perhaps. Oh yeah, the the weed treehouse hour gimmick thing. Uh, it's just gonna that hour entire hour. They're just gonna do a smoke machine into the ring the entire time. That's it. 
Um, but yeah, but we're going to talk about it. We got a big old pack show. Uh, we're expecting to go longer than typical. So we appreciate you for joining us live or listening to us in audio form on your podcast feeder. Uh, yeah, if you're, you're, you won't know anything about the intermission. No, because it will be <laughs> cut out for audio. But uh, for the live ones here, we'll have a slight intermission at some point. Uh, probably like snack an hour time, and a half. Baby. Yeah. A little snack time, a little bathroom break, little I'm going to eat a pizza. Uh, Steph Crust, baby. Steph Crust. Um, that's what she said. You're going to uh, come back feeling worse than when you left the show. Nah, <laughs> man. I feel I have an iron stomach that fa- has been failing me recently. Anyways. Um, <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> but uh, I feel like let's... But of course, let's talk about the uh, big old elephant in the room beyond Rocky Three. Why we're talking about Rocky Three? Let's talk about the big old... Let's just rip the Band-Aid off. Talk about the biggest news item from the week. Uh, just so we can get into all of this wrestling discussion. Let's rip, zip, that, that bandage don't make that sound, uh, off and talk about good old CM Punk. So, <laughs> this was an interesting week. And I think at any point, Scotty, I'm going to go through this news. At any point, tell me pause and we'll d- discuss it. But I'm just going right. to talk about it, okay? All right, all right. Okay, because a lot because <laughs> there's a lot of shit that went down yeah so sure did so pause 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 i already want to get started i don't need cm punk stuff instantly making my timeline an absolute toxic wasteland every single time can we all react like normal people please for once continue so the the it started with basically dave Meltzer, brian alvarez talking on the show talking about like oh hey there, it seems like uh, there's a good shot that CM Punk might be coming back to the company. Um, uh, it's just yeah. sort of a Tony Khan decision, seems like at this point, right? Uh, yeah. Which is arguably kind of what everyone, you know, every it's been quiet for a long time. Everyone sort of felt like that might be a possibility with FTR Bowl, Dax Harwood, and CM Punk talking about book readings and squashing beefs in the back room or whatever. It felt like okay, maybe they're heading this direction. You know, there's also like the all out, changing up the venue, trying to get a bigger arena, which they typically do in Chicago. Maybe they're trying to do something else in Chicago in a bigger arena. Maybe that's something. You know, it's a lot of these sort of things are popping up, popping up. Um, and then uh, Dave, good old Dave went on to the Wrestling Observer board uh, and wrote this comment saying, do you know why they didn't advertise Punk versus Moxley longer and why it had a short build? Because Punk agreed to it, then AEW got a legal letter saying he wasn't down with it and wasn't doing it, and they didn't know if he'll come until Tony put his foot down. There are a lot of nice things I can say about him, and you can absolutely argue his position on Moxley was correct, but you can't argue he willingly did what he was asked in that scenario. So uh, Dave sort of just mentioning that uh, the reason it was short is because there was a lot of back and forth between Punk and Moxley, and eventually Tony kind of put his foot down, and Dave does agree that maybe Punk has the good hindsight, good point of maybe it was a good idea to not do that short match because the pay-per-view buys were sort of less than wanted, less than expected, but, uh, you know, you saying basically that doing a legal letter and doing all that stuff, not really kind of almost being it sounds like what he's saying is forcing punk into doing the storyline was maybe not the best way for punk to do things um 
So there's it starts with that, and then obviously at some point CM Punk now sees this post. I, I just want to point out at that point, mm-hmm. at that point, people were saying CM Punk was wrong. Continue. So Punk then goes onto Instagram, and in a now deleted Instagram post, he makes this comment. Sigh. <laughs> I love the I love the sigh start. <laughs> I wasn't clear to com- come back to wrestle yet. The plan was to wrestle at the pay-per-view. I sat and listened to Moxley's Rocky 3 idea. I explained how I've never seen a Rocky movie, and I thought the idea sucked, but if the boss wanted to do it, whatever. He said he wouldn't lose to me. I've never experienced someone refusing to lose to me. I just laughed. I asked Tony if this is what he wanted. He said yes. He's the boss, so I said okay, but I needed to be cleared first. They kept saying it could be just a squash, so I didn't need to be cleared. I scoffed at that. My health is more important. Dave Meltzer is a liar. Jericho is a liar and a stooge. There are plans, but plans always change, but I'll never put a company above my health ever again. But that is the Instagram so pause. Time to pause now. Yes. We, we've re- we've reached the point of pausation. Um, <laughs> that's the yes or finisher move. The point of pausation. So, so you know what? Like what I read after reading this because I saw it in real time. Wild stuff. Seeing CM Punk post this and grabbing the grabbing the screenshot, being like, "Is this real?" Yes. <laughs> um. So what I learned from all that is now we know who CM Punk was supposed to be yelling at during the press conference. Mr. Y2J himself. That's what I learned Mm -hmm. from this because we know it wasn't the Young Bucks. Now, we know that now. It wasn't the Young Bucks that was saying, oh, you know, about the stuff about Colt Cabana and CM Punk. Oh, you mean like, like telling, telling, yes. Yeah. He, he, at one point, Punk adamant believed that the Mm. Young Bucks were telling the information. The Young Bucks, the elite, Kenny, Adam Page, whoever was telling information to Dave and Brian. They both said no. Now, CM Punk is saying it was Jericho. Yes, which... It's believed Jericho has been the one to say many things to Dave. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's pretty much a known fact at this point that Jericho talks to Dave. Yeah, yeah, very much known. Um, so... Lots to dissect here. Lots to dissect. Yeah, yeah. where do you want to start um, with this dissection? This pausation dissection? <laughs> Let's, we did the Rocky stuff already, so we don't have, we don't have to hit that anymore. Did you like the? Um, let's start there. Did you like the idea of what they did that short match? I'm trying to remember what we, we felt about that in the time. I remember we were saying that the. So I remember because I went back. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sound like an idiot. I don't want to have people coming at me like, "Oh, we liked it at the time." Mm-hmm. I remember saying that I was excited for the main event. Yes, because it was different. But, but I remember watching that show. And as the match was going on, it didn't feel that way. It was more of expectations, I think, on our part of, like, Moxley and Punk will get us there, right? But once the match, you know, was going, it was a good match. Yeah. Um, You kind of just felt that they made the wrong decision. In terms of doing the shock loss yeah. up front. Yeah. You definitely felt that. Obviously, it proved that it wasn't really the smartest idea. But so, but hindsight's default, twenty twenty. Hindsight's twenty twenty at that point. But yes, yeah, exactly. And so CM Punk saying it sucked. Not a not a bad idea. This comes down to which side you want to pick. 
Mm-hmm. I believe there's a lot of truth on both sides. Yeah, and I think the truth is somewhere in the middle for sure. Always is. Always is yeah. these things. Um, I'm 100% sure John Moxley wanted to protect himself. It's I'm... it's believed and sort of hinted at that Moxley hated the, hates the interim title and wanted to have a, a definitive, this is the title, let's just if do the helps, match. We all hate the interim title. Which is fair. He proved correct, I guess. So he hit the idea was to do the short match to to make it no longer interim, then do the real match later. Yes. Um, interesting, by the way, that the Shield folks do not love CM Punk. Just remember, I remember what Seth Rollins said, and now this, you know. Yeah, there's a lot of people that don't like CM right. Punk. <laughs> well, this is also true, but like yeah. the Shield guys, you know, they have notably been against CM Punk the past year. Yeah. Um, anyways, moving forward. So there is somewhere that lies in the middle here. And I do think CM Punk was coming back. I still have a I still have a hunch. It's not out of the question. Sure. Personally. You know why? Because until his name isn't on this roster page, I'm not thinking anything different. As much as people want to say he's not coming back. I can't wait to see CM Punk to come back and instead of teaming up with FTR, he teams up with Trench and Parker Bordeaux. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Um big tattoo guys. Big tattoo guys. Uh ultimately at the end of the day, CM Punk looks bad, as rightfully so, you know, because he's when you air out dirty laundry, it's bad. Yeah. Um my favorite part was someone finding the AEW handbook. Yeah, so that was a different aspect to it. Uh was at some point Brian Last from the Jim Cornette show gets pictures of the AEW handbook and starts tweeting them out. Mm. I-, I wonder who sent them to Brian last. Uh, but starts tweeting out, starts tweeting out like, oh, you know, different aspects, you know, different, several different pages, several different aspects of the AEW handbook and how it can relate to this whole CM Punk story. Yeah, which ultimately it made it sound like he was made to delete the post because it was discouraging AEW and stuff like that um well the post was deleted fairly quickly if if that was to happen it would have been like tony khan or yeah. someone saw it immediately texted him immediately to turn to delete it and then he immediately deleted it yeah that's possible i also think it's possible he put it out there for people to grab and then not have it up anymore so. correct i and that, that's how, that's how i feel that's how yeah. i feel about it um though it is a funny little conspiracy to have i think yes uh you can I, move forward. You can move forward. Well, I also want to talk about the... Um, blah, blah, blah. I love the... He said he wouldn't lose to me. I've never experienced someone refusing to lose to me. CM Punk, that, like... Like, there's, like that, that's like a line of, like... we've all, I've, I've always talked about the ego of CM Punk. That's such a line of, like... Oh, no one... <laughs> I laughed at that. No me? One, me? You can't lose to me? It's John Moxley. It's the guy who is... You know, certifiably the ace. Be I would say be like certifiably became the ace while Punk was gone. Then when Punk came back, and since then, certifiably the ace as well. Uh, but like the idea of like, it's not like he's saying that to like, I don't know, Jungle Boy or like Darby Allen or, I mean, even MJF. But even then, I wouldn't see that possible. It's John Moxley. 
It's not. What are we talking about here? It ended up being a bad choice. What do you mean? The the loss. <laughs> oh just, yeah, we just went over it. It ended up being yeah a bad choice. I think I think ultimately, and this is of course, this is looking back now, so I can say this. But you take all those weeks to build to the main event. Not only are people more excited for that main event, but yeah, more excited for the overall show. And I remember that being the main problem for a lot of people is they weren't as excited for that show, that main event, as you kind of hoped people or as people hoped to be. Yeah. Um, but again, hindsight twenty twenty. But that also felt like the start of Tony Khan's. I'm going to make the the first couple weeks slow. Uh, no, sorry. The last couple weeks before the pay per view, a little bit middling, and then then we'll yeah, do the pay per view. It feels like the beginning, but at the same time, I mean, there was a match of uh, uh, Kenny Omega and Orange Cassidy and Pack that was That's a true. world title main event once upon a time. That's true. So it's not like this is a crazy thing for him. He's still figuring that part out. Sure. I I just look at all this and all. It's all petty. It's all annoying, I think, for us as wrestling fans. Because at the end of the day, best case scenario is everyone works together fine. CM Punk comes back. It's to ride off into the sunset the way he wants to. Just, it's that's not in him to not react. It's not in, it's not in anyone to work kindly with one another. And maybe that's, Maybe that's all on him. You can feel that's all on him, truthfully, and I wouldn't blame you. Um, I think it's on pretty much everyone, and I think it all goes to Tony Khan at the end of the day. Well, Tony Khan's the one making this decision ultimately. Mm-hmm. Punk, you know, there, there's the part about how he had. I watched this clip how he had to use Danhausen's boot to wrestle that um, because his foot was still messed up. Uh, that was from that presser, the the big brawl out presser, because he couldn't find a boot that worked with his foot, and that made me think like, okay, well obviously his foot wasn't, you know, perfect, but I don't I don't really know what happened with his foot to tell you why he needed a different boot. Anyways, there is just so much going on here, and it's so messy that it's just annoying. It's just annoying for everyone. In the end, I'm not sitting here saying, well, CM Punk's right. Obviously, he's not. Obviously, he's not. But I don't I don't know. We, we've reached a point here where it feels like every time we get a little bit closer to a resolution, something else happens. And well, I'm getting annoyed. I think that's what you just said is a great point and a great aspect to this all is that it got this only came up. All of, it felt like all of a sudden when uh, everything was quiet for a long time, then it only really started. And that's why I started the conversation at that point, that until Dave said, it sounds like Punk is almost coming back to the company. It's just a call for Tony Khan. That is the point where, and I I tweeted this out as well. We started talking about this a little bit on Twitter, that this idea of ultimately, I think what happened is someone heard that. Someone who doesn't like Punk heard that. And whether or not it was true, they leaked more info to Dave and, and allowed, and, and that's the other thing. 
people are talking about when I was talking about this online with people, they were saying like, oh, well, I heard that at some point. So, you know, about this legal letter, about these other things. What yeah. what the difference is here now is that, well, we all, you know, anyone might have heard that story. But what happened is, first of all, also Dave also probably heard that story. But the difference here now is that someone was willing to go, quote unquote, on the record about this aspect yeah. of the story that allowed Dave to publish it. Someone someone allowed Dave to do that. The question is whom? According to then Dave and Brian, they are saying that it wasn't Jericho that told them as well, which is another aspect to this. That it's, mm. according to them, they weren't told about, the elite didn't tell them the first stuff. Jericho didn't do this stuff. Punk is blaming Jericho, which is fair, but also like, he doesn't, he's not providing evidence, which is the same thing of the issue that he had with the elite stuff to begin with. Um, you know, all we know it's Jungle Boy, right? All we know it's like Dan House's. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, it might be Jungle Boy. Yeah, uh, we know Jungle Boy doesn't like him. It could be Jungle Boy for all we know. It, I don't know. Maybe Dan House's an evil guy that's playing on, he's very nice, very evil. He's playing on both sides. I don't know. That would be the, that'd be the ultimate twist. That'd be the ultimate twist. Um, but someone obviously, like, approve the story for Dave to talk about or was able to go on the record about certain this aspect, I think. Um, which then Dave talked about and that then created this whole issue. So, which there's also the conspiracy aspect of it, of that person hearing that for the first time, they probably are thinking to themselves, let me tell Dave this story and he can put this out there or tell Sean Ross Sapp different aspects of the story as well. Only put this out there knowing that CM Punk is going to get triggered by it and then talk about it because that's classic CM Punk. We obviously have seen that. Another aspect to a story that very much confuses me is that the all out presser brawl out chomp chomp. <laughs> that presser, he he's talking about the elite and Adam page pretty yeah. much the entire time. Right. That's what yeah. we that's what we believe. And he's saying he's blaming the elite on these stories going out there. But most recently, as this uh timeline, this part of the timeline is coming out about his issues of Moxley and Mox's issues with him in terms of that whole story bit, um why didn't Punk complain about Moxley during the presser if that was seemingly the most recent aspect of that he had to deal with in the press conference was the build to that title. I can give you the answer. Go ahead. Had nothing to do with Cole Cabana. Cole Cabana is what drives this man insane. <laughs> and I guess it makes sense. Your former best friend in the end ends up suing you and so on and so forth, which, you know, is still the wildest situation. If you just think about it, like, mm-hmm. you know, punk gave Cole Cabana that scoop obviously on his show yeah. probably the most listened to episode they that he'll ever have yep. i mean i know it's over now but absolutely without a doubt the most listened to episode and don't, don't get me wrong colt did a great job with that show that was like the real first wrestlers podcast yeah but what what did what did they like what did they expect obviously it wasn't gonna go well and once he you know was sued and that friendship was over anyways that's probably why. Mm-hmm. I think it all comes down to Cole Cabana being the reason why. His biggest gripe in that press conference at the time yeah. was the Cole he, he can story. He can deal with the politics of wrestling with like a John Moxley situation, right? He can deal with that. 
Well, well but, uh, potentially, because there's well, the alleged legal letter where he can't yeah. f- figure it out in the locker yeah. room. He needs to get lawyers involved. Right, right. We don't, we don't, uh, we still don't know the full details on that. Yes. And maybe we never will. Maybe, maybe luckily for us, we don't have to talk about this again. Sure. <laughs> um, it won't happen. But he doesn't care to air those grievances, at least, um, which, you know, is fine. Uh, you know there there is a there is a point here where something's going to give eventually, and either the AEW roster is going to have to accept CM Punk walking back into there because and and, and you ha- we have to look at this in the ultimate pro wrestling business sense. People, there have been company after company after company where people work for a the same company and they don't like each other one bit that is literally pro wrestling actually folks that is literally life okay (laughs) in a lot of ways i'm sure people on the wwe roster don't like vince mcmahon okay but guess what money talks okay and here here we have to get in the mind of Tony Khan. Sure. Will John Moxley not be also happy if CM Punk's in the door? Maybe. But but he signed the contract. He's in. He's locked. Will the elite not I don't even think the elite give a shit anymore at this point. <laughs> it seems like Kenny Omega had a conversation. Think, there's a uh, there's a thing going around that Kenny Omega had a conversation with Punk afterwards. That's from Fight Force yeah. from Sean Rossap. That yeah. he talked to Punk afterwards, and Punk was like, "This isn't about you." And they were like, "Okay." And then Omega was just sort of nonplussed about the whole thing. Yeah, like it sounds like Kenny hasn't given a shit since it happened. <laughs> Truthfully, which is the least shocking thing of the entire news. Yeah. By the way, um, maybe you know the Young Bucks probably still care, but that would make sense because it was about them. It wasn't about Kenny. Um, ultimately, at the end of the day, like this is. This is a he said, they said, who said. Like it's just gonna continue to be that. So ultimately, fans, everyone, we've just gotta accept that Tony Khan's gonna make the decision that's best for AEW at the end of the day. Yeah. And if that's CM Punk walking back in the door and being on his shows, which it might be money wise, so be it. To that point though, i remember at the time we were having the conversation of like this might be down coming down to like for Tony Khan picking between the elite yeah. and CM Punk, which, yeah. which, which one do you choose? And I think what I've learned also from this story is in what it's coming down to it. It also seems like it wasn't just punk versus the elite and, and which one does Tony choose? It seems like another aspect to the story was punk versus Moxley. Which one does he choose? Right. And there's yeah. there was that element of like you know Moxley wanting to do it, and I'm sure there's also like the Jericho aspect. I'm sure Jericho at also at, after the brawl out did an ultimatum to Tony Khan. I'm sure, but so like ultimately what yeah, at Tony certain Khan still hasn't fully listened to because CM Punk is still employed. But ultimately, well, <laughs> employed. There's also the rumors of him having ownership in the company, which is creates a whole different aspect to the whole thing. Now that would be wild. <laughs> That's that is a that is a lead rumor why like there's a lot of these legal issues is be- and why maybe he did the legal letter is because it would hurt his money because mm-hmm. everyone else is getting getting everyone's getting guaranteed money. They're not making money off the pay per views and shows and stuff like that. 
So why would it hurt? Why would why does CM Punk have a sure. legal action against that? You know, that's the idea. But ultimately, my point is there is that it, at a certain point for Tony Khan, it started to become Punk versus the elite Moxley and Jericho. And he decided with the other group, which... It, As you should. Yeah. At the time, we were like, oh, it's Punk versus elite. You can make arguments for both. Now it's like Punk versus like mo- all of your... The entire main event. <laughs> yeah. And you're like... All the originals. Yeah. And you're like, uh, I mean, yeah, you, yeah, at that point, yeah, I can see why Tony Khan made the decision yeah. he did. Uh, and before you go, I also want to point out the John Pollock from Post Wrestling made a great point that also sort of, I think, sort of sums up what you're trying to say. Uh, he wrote a whole piece on it, which I thought was a great piece. But his big quote was, uh, Punk's private unrest is now becoming public. The longer this lingers, it suggests this won't be the last time this subject plays out in the court of public opinion until Khan makes a firm decision and takes Punk yeah. out of purgatory. Yeah, one way or the other, that's what he has to do. Yeah, he has right? to. He it's has e- to make it's either put him on TV and you move on, or you cut up, you cut bait and call it a day. That's it's really all you have choices here, Tony. You would think it'd be a lot easier, but it's not. Okay, and this is where the fresh Booker comes into play, and you got to try to make everything work, obviously, because there's so much money at play mm-hmm. to help your company. Because, listen, if CM Punk walks back in the door, guess what? You're making more money. It's just the truth. I know people don't like him now, but it's just the truth. There's still still tickets to be sold, merchandise to be sold, excitement to be had for CM Punk versus who knows. But I will say, the last thing I'll say about this, and I think this is my biggest credit to anyone, is that John Moxley, single-handedly, because of all this, going out of his way to build back up Hangman Page. Shout out to him. That's my favorite part of it all. It's like this man wanted Hangman Page to get back over so badly. Yeah. And not only that, he was like, you know, fuck you, CM Punk. I'm then going to build him back up in a long series that, you know, on the surface to us, it looked like it was by accident that it happened. Yeah. But I'm sure it was always the plan. It just happened that way. Yes. It didn't happen the right way. The story took a turn, obviously. But they were but able the to weave it back in and perfectly. Yeah. Which that I think is my favorite part of all this is John Moxley got Hangman Page back to that top baby face type role that yeah. I think we've all been waiting for. Plus, after all of this, they were able to get Moxley to not only you know stay or whatever, but he then became like not like just a locker room leader, but became part of the like the team for AEW. He's now like yeah. training people and, and coaching and doing these things. Like like the, the hindsight of all the Moxley angle, he's now more involved in this company than he ever was before. Because I'm sure there are aspects where he you know he obviously loves AEW and he's obviously defending AEW, which I I appreciate and I I love to see. But you're right, it, it is this is a very like interesting aspect. And I like you said, like John Pollock said. This isn't the last time we're going to hear any of this nonsense. It's no. going to happen again, for sure. There's going whenever there's when there's an inkling that Punk is going to come back, another story will probably come back. Another angle of this whole thing is going to come out, and then Punk will react. The guy has to learn not to react. That's the big yeah. thing there. He has to learn not to, and that will stop him. Uh, he, he hasn't reacted to a lot, but we got we found the newest limit for him. Yeah, <laughs> the newest limit was him getting you know the report of him doing legal letters and yeah, 
stuff like that. But um, I still, I still think he comes back because I just think Tony Khan can't let go. He would have let go by now. <laughs> if all of this is true, mm-hmm. he would have let go by now, but he hasn't. And obviously hasn't gone to like court or anything at this point. I mean, it happened, you know, what, September, October. Now, if he has an ownership stake, then yeah, he's not going anywhere. So. Yeah, I was like, that's the other thing. It's like, I'm trying to think. I was going to ask. He like, can walk back in tomorrow and nothing can happen. I was going to say, I was like, what? what is this sort of like, has, has, has not Tony Khan made any sort of decision? I think that's like a big question. And it's like, well, if he's just a wrestler, why hasn't he cut them? Or is he trying to keep him and hold him down for until he can bring him back and it's less hot? Or is it like he he just he can't cut him because he has a con like a, a like an ownership contract sort of thing yeah. that he has involved money wise? Like is that also another thing? It's like that yeah. whole question of why has this seemingly lasted as long as it has? Why has Tony Khan been able to make a decision, unable to make a decision, or is it that? Is is it because he can't figure out an answer, or is it because he cannot give an answer? Yeah, which yeah, we, we won't, we don't know. Maybe we will eventually. I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, Sean's working towards getting, and I'm sure Dave's working towards getting. John, to why John this still keeps Post, going yeah. on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Pollock, I'm sure, is working. I'm sure everyone is working towards it and has been. They just can't get the answer. I'm sure Nick Hausman starting his new house wrestling uh, media conglomerate is Uh, a guy who has worked with CM Punk in the past is going to get some sort of story at some point. I wouldn't be surprised if that pops up this week or some week. This is all to say that everyone looks worse and worse as time goes on. Okay? Everyone. Um, and the person taking the worst hit besides CM Punk, understandably so, is Tony Khan. Sure, sure. It's just because, like, at the end of the day, if these things keep coming out and you still don't cut him, it's like, all right. Yeah. It's it, yeah. That's where I feel like it's like I. That's where I'm starting to sort of starting. He obviously, to lean towards. wouldn't want to take this image beating i don't think no that's why i'm sort of starting to lean towards he can't give an answer which yeah. is ironic because of all the conferences he does and he literally can't give an answer maybe he locks out because uh vince mcmahon's back so it's like well i'm not the worst still yeah yeah uh, not that i think tony khan's the worst any means no but. no i think tony khan's worst issues are not uh anywhere close to vince no, no 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 i just think uh let me ask you this before we move sure. on. What you're gonna talk to me? What conversation? Let me talk to you. What conversation is worse on social media over the past couple of weeks? Is it the CM Punk nonsense that never ends, like this week, or is it where's the story? Because both have driven me up a fucking wall. <laughs> I feel like the where's the story people shut up once the Vikingo match happened. Which you is, would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the CM Punk stuff. I, and I, cause I also think this at the same time I say that, but like the CM Punk stuff obviously overtook that. The CM Punk stuff has a legacy to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. I feel like, I feel like the where's the story crowd was more annoying. Cause it was like, it was such a dumb take. And then, but then also people went so hard dunking on the take. Yeah. And it, Thoughts, oh, it we just give CM Punk's ownership stake. And Tony Khan makes it Ring of Honor stake instead. Yeah, that's something. 
That's something. Put them in Ring of Honor. And then, can, and then maybe we can run a real arena while we're doing that. <laughs> let's let's expand Ring of Honor. Let's do something with that. I uh, love Ring of Honor. We get to Ring talk about Ring of Honor soon. Not yeah, now, but soon. No, we actually we will. I mean, today on today's episode, we're yeah. going to talk about Ring of Honor. Yeah, that's what I meant. But uh, I, let's I talk about like right now. Speaking of Vince McMahon, let's talk about okay. his new uh, his upcoming show that he's directing and producing. Uh, D- WrestleMania night one, night two. It's happening. Hey, hey, no, he's more of a director. I think. I oh, think yeah. he's the director. It's sometimes Fred, the writer. will get the producer credit, and it'll be the director credit for Vince. Well, he's yeah. the writer as well because he, 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 they have to say specific terms again. It's true. This is true. This is true. This is true. Anyways, WrestleMania is happening this weekend, night one and night two. Uh, happening this weekend in LA at SoFi kinda, Stadium. Kinda came up on us, huh? It's it feels like it snuck up on us, and I don't. Let's talk about that feeling because I'm trying to figure out what that feeling is. Like I like all of a sudden it's like, oh man, WrestleMania weekend. Okay, uh, let me figure some. Let me figure out my calendar. Let me let me put some stuff around. It's a lot. There's a, uh, you know I think it's not their fault as much as it's everyone's fault. Interesting. Does that make sense? Interesting take. Well, no, because like the collective is just announcing matches. Y- yeah. Yep. Right. And and also, it's not yeah. as ex- there's. I don't have enough excitement for the collective and WrestleMania weekend as past years. Oh, interesting. I have probably more because there's better overall shows for my taste of wrestling. Sure. Like really? the Supercard. Sure. And multiverse and stuff like that. Like that's more my taste. I'm not the big indie guy here. Been pretty. Pretty clear about my thoughts about GCW on this show, except they crowned Masha Slamovich, so they get a little they get a little credit for me today. Um, but I think that's part of it because, like, I've seen I've seen people say things about this WrestleMania card. This WrestleMania card is infinitely better than like the past five. <laughs> like, I look at the matches, I'm like, I'm more interested in like what that matches, like yeah. Gunther and Drew and Sheamus. That's true. that's true, as opposed to like most matches remember, remember roman <laughs> reigns versus drew mcintyre in like 2019 yeah exactly that's the point probably no one else does that match stunk stunk match stunk stunk but yeah stonk. but we got a big old show here uh obviously there's a lot of matches there's yeah there's a lot of matches announced there they Jeez. don't have them all in night one night two yet but uh, obviously they have two they have one night one I have I have here two night ones. I'm looking at Wikipedia. Uh, we know, oh. f- so I, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's a new thing. I don't know. Um, is the annotation there? Uh, oh no, March 6, twenty twenty three. Does it say night one here? Ba-ba-ba-ba-bum. It doesn't say. They just did a thing. So maybe this isn't. This doesn't have a night yet. So I'm not going to count it. Anyways, so WrestleMania thirty nine. This is SoFi Stadium. Let's talk about all the matches heading into it. Oh um, no, that is that is night one. I'm just looking at it now. Oh, I perfect. believe that is night one. Perfect. Well, let's talk about those. Well, let's let's talk about the T- TBD matches first, and then we'll get to night one, night two, because those are some pretty big matches. Uh, TBD matches here we have, and we'll just talk about various things that we have thoughts and feelings towards. Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Of course, Rhea Ripley won the Royal Rumble, and she is now challenging. Uh, Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. How are you feeling? Give me a give me a vibe check on how you feeling about huh. this match. If it wasn't Charlotte Flair, I'd probably have a better vibe check. <laughs> That's true. That's true. She's like 
she's the problem of this match. Yeah. <laughs> because Rhea's done like the work to yes. get heated up and mm-hmm. feel like a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. I forgot Charlotte was champion until like two weeks ago. That's a problem. And that, that, did she, and didn't that, she come back friends. two weeks ago? <laughs> huh? When didn't she come back two weeks ago? When did she come back? Well, she's been champion for like three months. <laughs> oh, My point is, folk, is this is what happens when you are checked out beyond belief. Yeah. <laughs> and that has been the Charlotte Flair, Flair problem for years now. Um vibe check if you want to get you know i'm gonna rate every match out of 10 of my excitement level please okay? do this is about uh four and all four is because of rhea ripley <laughs> oof that's a that's a oof boof right there it's uh, not great it's not a great rating yeah i was trying and to look sh- up I was by the to... way it should not main event wrestlemania because it does not have any of the build to main event the show so that's also the big old discussion point is that it seems like the there is rumors going around that this match is going to be the main event of night one due to what was the phrasing they used i was gonna say optics sponsorship or something like that yeah it was like political reasons i think the phrase was due to political reasons this has to be night one main event which is wild this shouldn't be the night one main event this I can probably name one, two, three, four, I'll say five. I'm trying to think of how many matches have more heat than this match. If if we're going off based off of story, which I think you should for a WrestleMania main event, the Mysterios should be main eventing over this match. Yes. By far. I can probably name seven matches. That have more yeah. heat than this yeah. than this show, yeah. and it's this totally is going to be the main event, huh? <laughs> what? Yeah, no. it, it's not because I don't like Rhea Ripley getting her moment in the main event. It's because it just doesn't belong in the main event. If Charlotte Flair was like, you know, willing to just do more than say, "Yeah, I didn't get here because of nepotism," mm-hmm. yeah, like I have watched most of the builds to these matches on purpose, yeah. Because I like to have mindset going into WrestleMania. What the hell is going on? It's it's me um, watching Impact Wrestling before an Impact pay per view. I get that. Essentially, yes, yes, that's exactly what it is. We're doing the research. Um, Charlotte hasn't done any of the work. Rhea Ripley feels like the biggest star, mm-hmm. as she should. Um, and th- there's only one result that makes sense for this match. If Rhea Ripley loses, wrap her up, send her out because she's done. And uh, keep uh, wasting my time with Charlotte Flair because that's what you've done now for past five, six, seven years. So thanks for that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's uh, it's a little heatless. Next match: uh, Raw Women's Championship match: Bianca Belair versus Asuka. I mean, heat. Talking about heat, do you feel like this match is hotter or colder than the Flair? It feels like it's kind of on par for me. Like, yeah, it's definitely on par. But I know it will be a good match, so I pr- think that's probably why I'm like, eh, it's fine. I I agree. <laughs> I think Flair versus Ripley has a chance to be pretty good. This match, I feel like, yeah. has the chance to be like great. I'm, I'm very yeah, and that's like more. the Bianca special at WrestleMania. So mm-hmm. plus right. the returning Oscar, she's more of an aggressive uh, aspect mm. to her. So I think that alone makes it yeah. at least more interesting. It doesn't have more heat, it feels like. No, it feels still ice cold, but it, 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 there is a passable, ah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It, 
this is when it comes down to like when I said the cards look better mm-hmm. than the past couple of years. It's because there's a great match. Like, and the the one consistency I think in the past two years has been the Bianca Belair match, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. First with Mercedes, and now with uh, um, last year with Becky, which was great. Mm-hmm. Now Oscar, like it's just been huge, great big matches for her. And I know, I know they're going to deliver because yep. they're both really good. So that's why I don't care as much about the story. I don't know what Charlotte Flair I'm going to get at WrestleMania. That's part of the problem. Yeah. I feel like Charlotte Flair, by the way, should like lean more into like the Nepo baby drama. She absolutely should. I don't know why she doesn't. She's it's literally the, the reason she has topical. 14 title reigns is because of it. It's topical. What are yeah, we leaning it into? Sure is. Also, I want to point out my, my, uh, my excitement for this match is six out of ten. And what, that's all due to the match itself. What was your Flair Ripley one? Four. Okay. Oh, okay. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, Four was because of Rhea Ripley. Six is because the match will be good. Fair enough. Uh, Brock Lesnar versus Omos, the uh, Vince McMahon <laughs> special here. Uh, the biggest match, the tallest match. What's the what's the tagline? I don't think they have a tagline, but it feels like they should. The 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 largest have a tagline. The largest match in WrestleMania history, Omos versus Brock Lesnar. How are you feeling? I mean, I don't care. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's gonna be quick. That's yeah, the good part. That's true. Ha- can't that's not true. be quick. <laughs> yeah, and also there's also the aspect here that Brock Lesnar seemingly doesn't have a contract or he's ending a contract soon or something so it's gonna be quick he leaves or maybe the idea is that he's putting over almost on his way out as like a favor um to one old vince um that 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 i think is totally plausible so if you're on the almost train baby if you're one of the fans out there the uh almost sapiens <laughs> if you're one of the almost sapiens baby you gotta be hyped brock lesnar I think there's a shot that he puts over almost. Yeah, I'm about a three. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I don't care. Listen, Brock makes magic out of nothing. True, but uh, that's true. If, if he's done after this show, I don't know how much he's going to be putting into this one, folks. He's going to make it out of it without an injury. That's now that's if he's tossing Omos, Omos, whatever the hell his name is, around. I might be a little entertained. You know, you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of Braun Strowman versus Mr. Omos from, they probably did that in Saudi Arabia. I was going to say, it I think that like, was a Saudi Arabia match. Yeah. It was like a car crash type match where it's like, oh, this isn't good, but it's like entertaining. Yes. There's and a spectacle aspect to it. Except Brock's a lot better than Braun Strowman, obviously. So there's a little hope. So it could be better. It could be better. Yeah, it could be. It, it should be. Should be. But will it be? the question and almost had a couple more months of training so surely he's better probably not <laughs> this is talking about a match i'm super excited for the intercontinental yeah. title match gunther versus sheamus versus drew mcintyre i would have loved if we just did sheamus and gunther again i would have loved if it was drew mcintyre gunther and we just did a singles match but a triple threat you know i you know my rule make it sh- me Make it short. Make it everybody stay in the ring, just slapping each other around, throwing hams, you know, throwing haymakers at each other, just, 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 you know, destroy each other. Yeah. Ten minutes or less. Chef's kiss. I'm excited. I don't know if you get ten minutes or less. I'm thinking between ten and fifteen. That's probably still short, obviously. Mm -hmm. But 
and I, it, I can't wait for it, it should not go long because of how these three are made up yeah that should be exactly as you expected bombs bombs and more bombs and uh it definitely has the potential to be the match of the double night of mania yep. obviously anytime gunther's name is on there it yeah. has the potential yeah right add in sheamus who's been fantastic add in drew who we know is excellent i can't see this being anything but a top three match at wrestlemania this year i totally agree i totally agree i think this oh my excitement go ahead an eight Ooh, pretty good that's a pretty good uh excitement level there I am awesome. He should win. I totally agree. (laughs) I think I'm, I'm very excited for this match. I don't think it's the most excited match I have for me, but I am very excited for this match. Um, this should be very good. This should be hard. That's two matches. That should be great. Yes. So far. I think this is actually very nice for WrestleMania conversation. (laughs) Totally agree. And and Charlotte and Rhea can be good. I've seen them have a good match in an empty building. I was about to say that WrestleMania NXT title match is pretty good. Yeah. Um, do you think there's a title switch here? Gunther has been an IC champion for a long time. You're, mm. If he loses the title, maybe he goes up for world title. What are you thinking? I can see it happen. So they want to crown Sheamus without pinning Gunther. Yeah, pin have him yeah. pin Drew McIntyre. I wouldn't. I would just have him break the Intercontinental title record mm-hmm. at this point. Um, because I think that's a record that I don't need the honky tonk man having anymore personally. Um, and you're so close. I think that you can wait it out because I think he does step up to the world title. Once he loses the belt. Yeah. Let's see how, what's the, uh, reigns here. Okay. So, okay. Hold on. Okay. Okay. His name is Gunta. It's Gunta. So the honky tonk man, um oh, had one rain for 450 days as re- sounds like too many gunther accordingly according to this as of march 26 has 289 so he would have to hold it for not a year not not a year but for like you know two-thirds of a year yeah i guess he could lose because <laughs> i think he's bad i think if there was anyone to step up to the to the world title scene as a top heel with Roman leaving, you would think it would be him. Agreed. Agreed. Plus, you know, let's say Roman's leaving, Cody wins or something like that. They have the whole Royal Rumble end there where they had a preview mm-hmm. of a match. Um, I think I might have said that at the time. That's what I thought That's at the time. Preview. So, uh, you know, they have a little program there if they want to do it and you can It'll spin off Sheamus and Drew McIntyre no longer friends now enemies fighting with the IC title something like that yeah more beef more beef six woman tag team match uh this is not for the tag team titles this is just a six woman tag this is Becky Lynch and Lita and Trish Stratus all against damage control Bailey Dakota Kai and Io Sky you know if this match was happening around SummerSlam or um, the pay-per-view <laughs> after SummerSlam I think I've been way more excited because yeah. I was like, yeah, let's go, damage control, let's go. And now that damage control has basically been control all deleted, um, I am kind of I'm cold. I'm cold. I wish I was warmer. I want to. I want to be warmer. I want to have more heat to it. But I'm not there yet. How do you feel? I'm happy for Io. She gets her big WrestleMania match. That's that's probably the main reason I'm happy about this match. Otherwise, 
uh, you continue to misuse the likes of a Bailey, which drives me insane because very clear about how much I think Bailey is one of the better of the four horsewomen. She's not okay. Time out. Mercedes, my number one, obviously, and then uh-huh. for me, at least in ring, is Bailey. Then you could pick between the other two depending on the day. Um, so that drives me nuts. But I mean, if they were gonna get a match that isn't a title match, this is probably as good as you're gonna get. You get to wrestle against Becky, Trish, and Lita. Mm-hmm. But you know they're losing, so um, probably out of four for this too. Oof, oof. I, yeah, I mean, I'm probably more interested in this match than the Flair Ripley one. I feel like Flair Ripley. I'm least. I'm looking at the card. Oh, not least interested. I take that back. There's no, there's, 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 there's easy someone. There's two matches of showcase that you can easily be less yeah. interested in. Uh, you know what? I'll say five for this. I'll give it a little nod over uh, the Charlotte Rhea match just because mm-hmm. I'm sure that these six will do something good enough that it'll be entertaining at the very least it's trish it's lita you know they yeah they can't really go as much as they they can't really go as much as they did before but you know they're gonna i haven't seen trish go at all i mean she literally just does the chick kick every time she shows up that's true that's very true um i want to say though you would still have uh you know mercedes in your company if you would have just brought trish and lita back to fight bailey and Sasha once upon a time. I'm just saying that's the only match they asked for and you didn't give it to them. You were able to give it to them, get, have them come in a couple years later. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, couldn't, just, couldn't quite it, do it's it. It's incredible how much they fumbled that bag. We talk about like the CM Punk. We should talk about how much you fumbled the bag of Mercedes. And I'm coming for your ass next, Gato. <laughs> Bitch. Um, Hell in a Cell match. Edge, Finn Balor. Um, the demon's coming back. You think? Well, I, there was a promo on Raw that that to, Edge told him to bring his demon. So I think I think that meant yes. <laughs> oh. now, don't get me wrong; I've been wrong before, but I'm thinking that means and he's gonna bring the devil. So he's gonna bring the brood, Edge, and they're gonna have a match. And it's probably going to go way too long. <laughs> yeah, there's, now, there's a now, rumor going now, around now, that Gangrel. There's a rumor going around that Gangrel's getting fly, flown into. Well, there's the five stars right there. I'm in. I'm in. We're bringing Christian Cage. We're popping, baby. We're popping. <laughs> well, go um, ahead. So, so I remember when Edge had his last good match. It was in Hell in a Cell against Seth Rollins. Now, and I was I was a fan of that one. Now let me now let me bring us back. Finn Balor today is not Seth Rollins. No, sadly, no. at all. Sadly, no. uh, sadly he is not. Um, could this be the surprise of the weekend for WrestleMania? A dark horse pick. I mean, I'm pretty sure what matches are going to be good and what matches aren't going to be good. And this probably is the only one. It's either this or Charlotte and Rhea that's going to be the surprise of the weekend. Well, I'll give the Mysterios a little credit too, because they're they're cooking up something spicy over there. They I don't know. They I don't know how be they cooking did up it. something spicy. I don't know how they did it, but they cooked up something a little spicy. Yeah. Um, I am not really all that excited for this match. Rhea Ripley is the only good part of the Judgment Day, except Dominic has somehow made me a believer in him being a heel. I don't know how he did it. I don't know what's <laughs> happening to me. I'm confused. I don't like it. I think that's called uh, Stockholm syndrome. 
<laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, but this match, yeah, I'm, uh, this is nice, uh, nice, nice little four piece, nice little four piece nugget here. <laughs> I can probably agree to that. It, it is something that like totally. I love the demon, but I'm not excited about the demon. I'm not. I love the demon five years ago. Yeah, I love the demon five years ago when it was like fine, but like the whole reason the demon, like main roster Finn Balor and the demon is known to has sucked when the demon was around because yeah. you were just hoping for the demon. Then he would do the demon at a pay-per-view and that was all cool. And then that and then Finn Balor, Finn Balor actually said in interviews that he didn't he like doing the demon, the demon because it made Finn Balor uncool. It's true. Is this worth bringing the demon back for this? He's already uncool. So yeah, it's fine. Yeah. He was he, cool. He, he's and then already Dominic been is now... replaced by Dominic. Yeah. Dominic so is now the leader. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's a frustrating one. If I was Finn Balor, I'd be like, you know what? Maybe maybe I got greener pasture somewhere else. I don't know. But he's in a WrestleMania match, Hell Cell against Edge, so that should be fine. Could be worse spots. No, could no. not be on the card. That's true. Which honestly, I expected him not to be. So <laughs> that's true. There, I mean, there is there there is a, a friend. Sorry, I mean Fiend that is suspiciously not on this card anymore. Um, dang it no one wants to talk about that again. whatever will i do without a fiend match sorry a, a bray match i mean no that uncle howdy women's wrestlemania showcase fatal four-way tag team match you have the team of Liv morgan morgan and raquel rodriguez versus natalia and shotzi versus well Shayna baszler and ronda probably kind of uh, maybe kinda, maybe, not, maybe. And, a, and a tba be out team, there and a tba team <laughs> Whoever that TBA team is, I'm going to take a shot in the dark and say, I don't know, we're bringing back Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. Something stupid. It's going to be a surprise and we're bringing them back. It's you know the classic I, Triple H move. I think it's going to be like Dana Brooke and someone. <laughs> it, but if um, it's Dana Brooke, why are we not announcing that, you know? It's to uh, me. It's a it's a it's a surprise, and I'm like, who? It was it going to be a surprise in the past? And I don't know, Royce and K. Who gives a shit? You know, it's going to be Fallon Henley and Kiana James. That's who it's going to be. Um. Ew. <laughs> who the hell are they? <laughs> Your NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, of course. Oh dear. It's funny, I'm oddly looking forward. Well, I'm not looking forward to it because there's a lot of better shows, but I will be watching Stand and Deliver. Anyways, not all of it. I don't know who Fallon Henley and Kiana. I don't even know who they are. Anyways, this is the one. Yeah. This is this is the bottom of the totem pole, folks, because this is the match that highlights how weak a division this is and reminds me that the NXT women's division is somehow better than the main roster women's division in terms of depth. How does that happen? I do not know because the NXT women's division is all rookies and Kaylee Ray. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm by the way, I'm just looking at the alumni section of WWE and just being like, is there any other women's tag team or mashup that we can have like as a surprise or come up? That would be interesting here. I'm I'm rooting out the Bellas. I think that's I hope, fair. I hope it's Mickey James. That would be wild. Oh, and then impact. <laughs> oh, and then the impact thing can happen again. Perfect. 
because it went so well the first time. I'm just looking at this. I'm like, you know, I don't know. Let's do Michelle McCool and Layla. Let's do Lay Cool. That'd be cool. That would be Lay Cool. Um, uh, Who cares? Who cares? Move on. Nia, okay. Nia Jackson, Tamina. Nobody Mina than Tamina. So, gotta keep that in mind. I just ordered you that shirt. Thank you. Finally, I can have it. Um, yeah, there's not really like a lot of anything. Why? We've talked about this longer than we talked about how they're matches. What are we doing? Move on. <laughs> Men's WrestleMania Showcase Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Match again. Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders. This is going to be the why was this good match of the night. And it's good because it's just going to be like an eight-minute sprint between a lot of good guys. Like, I, you know, the Viking yeah. Raiders, I don't know if people remember. They're actually good. Um, Chad yeah. Gable, pretty good. Pretty good. Had a pretty good Street match against Profits. Cody a couple weeks ago. Mm, good call. Street Profits, pretty good. Pretty good. Weird that they're here. Yeah. Ricochet, decent, I'd say. Yeah. Braun Strowman. Oh, that's my dog. My dog does not like this match. <laughs> your broad, your dog heard Braun Strowman. It was like, whoa, no, no, no. <laughs> whoa. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think the match is probably going to be like, you know. PWGH, just light. Maybe. Of the light version. I would love for it to be that. I can't wait for uh, Ricochet to do a twisted bliss off of Braun Strowman's shoulders. Uh, I think that would be fantastic. Uh, I would love for it to be PWG-ish. You have enough movement and workers in here uh, to make up for the lack of some other wrestlers in here. So just just keep it moving. Just keep it moving and grooving. That's all you got to do. Um, I assume Scotty has nothing else on the topic. So let's move on to the singles match here. Rey Mysterio versus Dominic wait, Mysterio. Wait, I didn't give you my excitement level. Oh, my apologies, sir. <laughs> a, a, a great two, a number two in the ring. Only because I think it might be a decent match. Singles match. Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. They've been building this up for a century, it feels like, but it paid off in spades uh, this past Friday night SmackDown. Um, as And by the way, Rey Mysterio will be a Hall of Famer as we get into this match. Will he add some sort of stipulation to this match, maybe? Maybe? I don't know. Maybe mask versus career? I don't, I don't know. Is that something? No, that can't work. Um, it'd be a mask versus hair. Do a hair versus mask ah, match. That's that something. Are we adding that? I don't know. Career, maybe? Is that something? You could do that. Uh, I don't know. How do you think about this match? I think mask and career probably go hand in hand, to be fair. So, so Ray Mysterio is giving up his mask. Uh, oh, you're saying, okay. I see what you're saying. If yes, Ray Mysterio gives up his mask, he's also pretty much giving up his career. Um, sure, sure, sure. I don't know what happened. I don't know what WWE did. But they've made me interested in a Dominic Mysterio match. Oh. That wasn't supposed to happen. And I'm not even going to sit here and say, oh, they've done a great job in getting him over. Because the Judgment Day stinks. Mm-hmm. But he's done good work with Ray. Mm-hmm. Right? Which makes sense, I guess. Because, you know, his dad's given it his all, so it makes sense. Yep. This match is going to be better than anyone expects. And it's because Rey Mysterio is going to put on like the final great performance of his life. Yes. For his son. He is going to do everything in his power to make sure this match is good. Yep. And I'm going to give you the number. A six. All right. 
All right. That is like I think the second highest I've given. Yeah, that's uh, below. <laughs> uh, no, it's tied with uh, Oscar and Bianca. Yeah, yeah. Which is more because of the story than the match itself. True. As opposed to the other one, which yeah. was more of the <laughs> match, than match the than the story itself. So yeah, I get. That. I think six is good. If I'm excited for a Dominic Mysterio match more than half the way there, then bravo, you've done something great. That's true. I I, I would totally agree to that point. That is, they have achieved something here. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I I agree with that. I now, agree what that. happens to Dominic after Ray's out of the picture? Rot row. Great point. Well, he's got Finn Balor in his group, so that's uh, and the demon, the demon. You got the demon in his corner now, man. What do you need, Ray? <laughs> uh, tag match for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Title matches, title championships, whatever. The Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. That's right, is WrestleZania, folks. I was so confused when they revealed the shirt the other day. I was like, WrestleZane. What does that mean? <laughs> Because it covered like part of the eye, so it's like, what? <laughs> you were just like, I have no, I have no comment. I was like, what is this. the point of Wrestle Zane? <laughs> and then he said Wrestle Zane. I was like, ah, oh. Yeah. oh. So this match is obviously should main event night one. Absolutely. <laughs> Even though we say this, and like ultimately WWE, it obviously doesn't matter because for political reasons. But totally has the vibe of this should be a main event of a show. This is one. Of I your- think it main events. I will boldly say I think it main events. This is one of your biggest storylines heading into this pay per view. This is to any WrestleMania in years. <laughs> yes, it should be bigger. Could be bigger if Sami Zayn in the in the, the world title match. But beyond that, um, this is one of the biggest storylines you have in years um, with Sami Zayn. Um, this should be good. I mean, there's this should be good. I, I, yeah. I see no reason why this shouldn't be any short of greatness. You ready for this, folks? Nine. Yeah, baby. A nine level of excitement. And maybe it's because I expect a, an emotional shout-out to the Briscoes in this match from Cinerico. I can't wait. Uh, there is 100% going to be a J-Driller into yeah. a Froggy Bow, and it's yeah. going to be awesome. It's going to be a devastating near fall where I lose my shit. And it's going to be great. Um, well, do you think they'll allow him to do a J-Driller now that I think about it? A J-Driller? Uh, I don't know. It's going to be a tough call. Yeah. <laughs> It'll Someone, be a tough call. Someone's going to do a froggy bow, though. I, we know that. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to – They're or they'll do, like, one of their tag moves, like, full-on tag moves. Yeah. Like, they're they're going to do the, the shoulder tackles. Yeah. 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 They're going to – They're going to shut out J and – yeah. mark in one way or the other which is very cool it, it, you know when when jay passed away this was like one of the things where i was like well the tag match possibility um it brings up a chance for them to really pay their respect mm-hmm. you know because they can only do so much i'm sure um but this should be really good yeah. i i know like we we've all said like the uses obviously aren't the best tag team in the world yada 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 but they're not bad no, the Usos are not bad. <laughs> no, but I would argue that they are one of probably the best WWE tag team in the past ten years. Yeah, it's either them or New Day. Yeah, yeah, it's not. No one else is in the conversation. And New, and New Day have the advantage of being three people. Yeah, exactly. So they stayed fresh in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, they had different ways of doing it. The Usos have just been the Usos. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Jay's really good. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I think he stood out, obviously, but I think these two will have a great match. With the, if they get the main event, they will not let us down. Yeah. Because we know who's winning this one. This one's predictable. We know Zayn and Kevin are winning. Should be a great moment. Should be your main event of night one. I'm legitimately excited for it. Let's go. I know I say you know, we're talking about doing a Briscoe sort of a tribute. Let's just go full hog. Let's, uh, I, you know, there's one match stipulation that has somehow made its way not on this WrestleMania card. And you know they're trying to get it onto the WrestleMania card. Let's just go full hog. Let's make the tag match a ladder match. Call I'm it a, shocked they haven't done it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, sur- I'm surprised there's no ladder match. I know we all don't like them anymore. But let's do ladder match for the tag titles with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus two brothers. Let's do it. Let's go full hog it's, in that tribute, baby. Yeah. That would be uh that'd be another level of tribute. That would be great. Um I hope um you know, I know like this is a thing and but there's all wrestlers are always backstage for WrestleMania mm-hmm. or the crowd. So I hope uh I hope Mark's watching. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. I really hope so. Um other matches announced as well for night one. Austin Theory. Casually, just three more matches. Three more matches left. Matches. <laughs> Austin Theory versus John Cena for the United States title match. This has been formally announced now. Um, Theory versus Cena. And they're, Cena's off, really hinting at night it. One. What's that? Kicking off night one. Kicking off night one. Cena has been really hinting at it that, I don't know, man, this could be the last one, last one ever for Cena. Yeah, it could be. Well, I think he just uh, never knows. Yeah. Obviously, right? Sure. So, like, this is a real match that he's actually having, Mm -hmm. and we haven't seen him have a real match since uh, Roman, right? SummerSlam? Yep. Um, And that was still kind of a pipe dream in a lot of ways. He's He's doing this while filming. Yes. Right now. Like, he's doing what The Rock doesn't do. And have that dog in him, you know? Like, he's like, yeah, that, I'll you, be there. And by that, you mean show up at WrestleMania this year? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, and I'm happy The Rock didn't show up, by the way. But that's a that might be a hot take. I'm happy it didn't show up. I like the story better. Yeah. But that's what, what? because I'm a, I'm a nightmare. Was he a little nightmare? Is that what he called the kids the other day? I'm a little nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, back to Austin Theory, John Cena. Yeah. Uh, they're they're going to put over their future guy and i think that's perfectly fine that's what they probably should be doing obviously if cena wins though i will laugh i will get a good laugh i will celebrate and i will say ah so cena's wrestling twice in the next two days got Mm -hmm. it because he will not hold the title more than past raw (laughs) after wrestling 100 true yeah, uh, I don't expect Cena to win. I think he's I totally like putting over Theory in this spot, uh, as he should. Uh, especially exactly. if this, especially if this is his last match, then he loses U.S. title match against Austin Theory. He's the next new guy. You know, you yeah. need to you know to crown this man, and obviously, you know, Vince is there. He's going to try to crown this guy. I think that's yeah. the goal. You could you could feel how you want about Austin Theory. I think we all do in yeah. one way or the other. Uh-huh. Uh, but. Getting over the next guy is still always the right choice. 100%. That's how wrestling and, works. Yeah. My excitement level, six and a half just because of Cena. Yeah, it's it's not 
a hugely excitable match. It's just like no. we kind of know what's going to happen. We think we propose. Yeah. We, we, we do. Yeah, uh, we're kind of feeling how, what's going to happen, and you know, Cena might not be able to go that much if he's filming stuff. He's not. He's no way he's ring shape ready. I know the guy works out like a beast, but there's a completely different body you need to have, even though they look very similar uh, between acting and wrestling. Yeah. So he's leaner now. Yeah, he's very lean. He's, uh, this is like the uh, this is the spectacle match yeah. for me mm-hmm. of the entire mania. I think that's probably why I get six and a half is just because of that that part of Cena. Because I don't I don't like Austin Theory. I'll be perfectly honest with everyone. I I think he's fine. I think he's a fine actual wrestler. Don't like him. Yeah. Um. But it's it's fine. I I look forward to it. good way to kick off WrestleMania. You have Cena kicking off the show. Mm-hmm. Not a bad way to do it. Bam, 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 bam. You got those trumpets going off at first. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Now the match that I'm really excited about. I mean, I mean, kind of match of the night for match like, of the weekend. I was going to say, it's probably going to be the best match of the entire. I hate that I'm nights. saying, again, we say it every time. I hate that I'm saying it, but this is probably going to be match of the weekend. Singles match between, between Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. <laughs> Man, get into it. This match, William Paul, the talk, workhorse. Talk about work rate central. Sorry, the Maverick. <laughs> the Top Gun Maverick. Hey, good movie. Um, I don't really give a shit about the story. I, I've I've watched it. It's funny. Seth Rollins is a funny guy. Logan Paul is hilariously heel. You know, Logan Paul literally just plays Logan Paul. Yep, <laughs> so beautiful. It's like, all right, that works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, based off of what we saw between him and Roman. I think Seth's a better wrestler than Roman Reigns. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, can I agree to that? So I would sit here and say this match will be better than that match, and I thought that match was great. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, ooh, number eight, right there with uh, the triple threat. Ooh, but not your most hyped. Not your most hyped of the weekend. I think you had a nine uh, in there somewhere. Oh, we're about to have we're uh, about to have my most hyped. Baby. Little Mr. Little Nightmare over there. Little uh, Nightmare over here, baby. Little Nightmare Stan um yeah no this match be good i mean what more do you need this is it's insane how this is going to be a match of the weekend i it's insane that i'm dropping four and a half stars on this like i hate that i'm doing it but again he's done keep going going. say it could be the match of the week i i don't know it could be it It could could be be. there's there's a couple cw lets me down but ring of honor is probably going to give me the match of the week no matter which form yes there's like seven different ones that could give me it yes so i expect the match of the week to come from ring of honor but this will at least challenge i think i agree at its best form it can absolutely challenge for that i can totally agree that thank god that there's a match on mania that can do that totally agree totally totally agree and it comes with a guy that has four matches to his name let's go (laughs) and he's great He's he's so good night two your main event Undisputed WWE Universal Championship match. Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. Will Cody be able to finish the story? Or Roman Reigns hold the title for another year? <laughs> Probably. And uh, At least until he gets to 1,000. Yeah. And hold it and, and beat Bob Backlund. Beat, uh, uh, I was going to say Pedro Morales. I don't know if he has. I don't know if that's him. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's him. Uh, and beat uh who the fuck am i trying to think of god. Hulk Hogan? what 
Hogan? No, not I don't give a shit about Hogan. Get him out of my get him out of here. No, I'm Bruno. You give Sam a shit Mar- about Bob Backlund? Bruno, Bruno <laughs> San Martino. That's who I'm thinking. Oh, well, he's of. not he's not touching San Martino. I want him to touch like three thousand three hundred. <laughs> on a touch, Bruno San Martino. Roman's gonna be retired before he will get to that number. I don't know what you're talking about. Do it. Get get it. Get it, baby. Get it. Um so so this is like you know I'm invested in this match when I actually like this got me to write an article about WWE. It's been a very long time since I've given a shit to do that. Yeah. And I'm I I mean it with my whole heart. WWE needs Cody Rhodes more than they've needed anyone in a long time. You feel it every time he shows up. Listen, listen, listen. We talk about the Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns thing, right? Yeah. You and me talked about that in nauseam and how, you know, they had their chance, they blew it. But at the end of the day, you need that next world champion to be a full-on world champion, I think. And not just a full-on world champion, a guy that is a legitimate draw, a guy that is a legitimate merch, merch. seller, a guy that can move tickets. This is no joke. A must title win for Cody Rhodes for WWE. Yeah, it, it's more important for WWE than it is for Cody Rhodes. Somehow. Somehow that has happened. Yes. 100%. This is their only way to keep anything in their company interesting once the bloodline story disintegrates. Because it's barreling towards the bloodline story being over. We Barely. we've re- we reached. I thought we reached the climax of the story at at Elimination Chamber. Agreed. I'll admittedly say they got a little more life out of it because Cody Rhodes is Cody Rhodes, as he does. That's 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 it, right? Yeah. This is a full on ten for me. I expect to be let down in the end. <laughs> no matter what, <laughs> if Cody wins, I'll say I was not let down. No matter what. I don't give a shit how the match was. Sure. This is going to be the most Cody match we are ever going to see, people. I hope you know that. Sure, Roman has his own thing. Guess what? Cody does too. I can't okay? wait for Cody to go for a disaster kick and then get speared out of his boots for a one, two, three, baby. Oh, yeah. I can't <laughs> wait for Cody to hit the um, the gold dust move and then the bionic elbow and then seven co- <laughs> crossroads <laughs> just to get kicked out. Can we, can Gonna we talk, be great. Can we talk about it? What's your, what's your crossroads count? Are we, are- Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Uh, pl- uh, Am I serious, Count? I'm thinking three. 
He he hits, not goes for. He hits. I'm going three. Uh, goes for a hundred. <laughs> hits. <laughs> I'll go four. I'll go four. four. Wow. Yeah. Roman kicks out of a lot. Because one hundred percent, the closing stretch of this is he hits one, then hits a second one back to back, and then that's the win. You know how I said, yeah. Yeah, 100%. You know how I said that? Yeah, he's going to scream at the camera. I'm going to get fired the fuck up. Then he's going to hit it again and hit it again yeah. and hit it again. And then one, two, three. Cody Rhodes should be yeah. your next world champion. I'll say uh, will be. Yeah, he, I would be shocked if he lost. I, Legitimately it, shocked. I would be because what that would do to me. He's their new ace. Yes. What It, it would be. A huge financial idiotic move to have Cody Rhodes lose. And I get it. I'm an AEW freakazoid. But it is. He is legitimately a draw. Legitimately. He, it is. It will hurt his star rating. His star status. If he loses. He will not be as big of a merch seller. Not as big of a draw. If he loses. Mm-mm. He has to win. And Roman can just go off into the sunset till SummerSlam. Yeah, Roman deserves his break. Yeah. Go on vacation mm. like John. You've pretty much already taking a break, but you can take another break. It's fine. <laughs> take a, take um, a break from the first break. Listen, listen. I think they've built this story very well. Um, I've watched every segment of this for a reason. I think Cody, Cody has never been as good as he is right now. Yeah. And that's coming from someone who loved his initial run in AEW, at least, you know, until we got into all the messiness of he can't have a title anymore and yada, yada, yada. Yep. Even though I did like his TNT title run, the, the original one. That was great, too. So pretty much until he lo- until he got the title back and lost to Darby, I'll say. Mm-hmm. That, was that to me, was his first run. And then everything after that was like, what the hell is happening? Um, this is, I think, the best he's ever been. Yeah. As a as a performer as a, a main event star he feels like the biggest star in at least WWE right now totally and agree. by default that for a lot of people means in the business yeah totally agree. so credit to him finish the fucking story <laughs> i think on that note let's move right along for the new japan cup we only have three matches to talk about there, so I think we can... Uh... Oh, yeah, and then we can take our break. Well, I was thinking, do we do New Japan Cup, then take a break, and then come back and talk Stardom, and then WrestleMania weekend? Or do we do New Japan Cup, Stardom, take a break, then do WrestleMania weekend? I think it's the last one. La- that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. That feels that feels. It won't right. take too long to get through these two. Things. No, no, no. And I think the Stardom Cinderella thing, I mean, we're not going to go through match by match because it's going to be like, oh, that was a draw. That was a draw. That was also a draw. <laughs> so I don't nonsense. think... I think that's going to be a more of a vague Fun topic. Nonsense. And also, you're the only one that watched Stardom this morning. So, I mean, it's going to be on how quick you go through it, I guess. Uh, but I think um, they're obviously... I think really we should talk about the two matches from the two, the semi-main and the main event for the New Japan Cup Finals. Um, Because they were both really good. The IWGP Junior Heavyweight title match, Hiromu Takeshita, Takeshita, Hiromu Takahashi defeats Leo Rush uh, to retain his title. What did you think about this match? Leo Rush is so good. (laughs) He's, oh, by the way, I watched that Jacob Fatu match finally that you told me to watch. And? Again. He's so good. Yeah. Um, I got another fun, I got another fun two match for you, baby. Yeah. Like Leo Rush 
he has become a complete performer. Yes. I think we all we always knew he was like the most athletic guy in the ring anytime he stepped in the ring, right? This guy is like an absolute blur in there. But but now he has hard hitting strikes. He's got just this great match build, this great energy about him. I want him to win this damn match so bad. And maybe that's my Hiromu non-bias right now also, but I really wanted him to win. I thought this was great. Probably Hiromu's best match since. Give me a second. El Desperado. Once upon a time. Which year? What? Which year? <laughs> El Desperado. The, 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 one, the, the final that they had that yeah. one time. No, I, I totally agree with you. This was the best Hiromu match I've seen in a while, and you know my feelings on Hiromu. I, I, was, rush. I was light on the Yo match earlier this year. I was yeah. light. I, I, I talked about it on the show, and I was like, that ah, wasn't good, that good. You saw it, and you're like blown away. And I, I, I was blown away by Yo. It was, again, it hasn't been Hiromu. No, <laughs> no. But he stepped up. He stepped he up big time for this match, and he needed to for me. <laughs> If he, he sucked, had to keep up. If he sucked in this match, I'm like, fuck it, screw Hiromu, he, get him out of here. He had to keep up, and I think that's why it was so good. Yes. Right? Because yeah. he had to go, he had to turn back the clock. Yes, and I think he did successfully. I think he did a great job. I thought Leah Rush was fantastic as always. This was the first of three, four and a half stars I gave out this past week. Uh, I'm throwing I'm throwing out stars left and right, baby. This is the first of three for me. Trying to guess. Yeah. Well, I know which one of them are. <laughs> the okay. Well, give me a guess. Give me the old guess. Kenny and. Yep. Viking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This I'm, one. This one. Yeah. Third one. I don't even. What happened this week? <laughs> Third one's gonna shock you yet again. Is it MLW? <laughs> yeah, baby. MLW is back, baby. What was it? Jacob Fatu versus Hammerstone. No way. Yes way. That's insane. Now I, I have to watch. I said it was better than the Leo Rush match. It's way better than their match from like last year, that super fight match from last year, but that was partly because Hammerstone was injured. This match ruled, dude. Holy. All right. Oh. The crowd was hot. They were into it. Well, that's that's a big difference from MLW. They've never had a hot crowd in their life. <laughs> Excuse me. They've been running Philly for like months now. Um, yeah. Yikes. Remember, wow. remember how okay. MLW was like exclusively out of Florida, and now all of a sudden they're out of Philly for some reason. Yeah, it's weird. It's uh, it's definitely weird. What was a super fight? Huh? Yeah. This ruled so much. I thought it was great. Holy shit! Great, great, okay. great, great. Well, that's your match of the week, I guess. Oh, yeah, spoilers. Spoilers. That's my match of the week. Uh, sorry, Vikingo. <laughs> Go back to Mexico. <laughs> oh, it's, it's okay. That means I get to call that my match of the week. Yeah, Perfect. got an easy peasy one. Uh, this, this is the special uh, match of the week segment oh, of the show that we always do at the that, end. Yeah, but Yeah, but anyways, uh, I thought this match was fantastic. Leo Rush obviously stepped up. Hiromu really stepped up for me. Really proved. He, he, he earned back some points of like, all right, you can stay, Hiromu. You know, stick around for a little bit. I'm gonna, I'll have you back still. I need Leo Rush to win this belt. Same. Same, same, same. I need him in Best of the Super Juniors. I need him to win the belt. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Uh, New Japan Cup final match. 
we got Sonata versus David Finley. Of course, uh, it was I obviously not as good for me as the Hiromu Leo Rush match, but I thought it was pretty good. Um, it was Sonata who ultimately won, defeated David Finley, and obviously is now going uh, up against Okada. Uh, I listened to the <laughs> I listened to the most recent episode of um, Okada Shorts, our uh, New Japan podcast on the Count Out Network, and they have a whole show dedicated to the finals of New Japan Cup and talked about the finals in length. But I thought, um, I believe it was Ray Raff that made this point of Sonata didn't like his new look is great, but his wrestling didn't necessarily blow anyone away, didn't blow him away. And I agree with that. It didn't really blow me away. But what it did do was revitalized him enough. And I saw enough like extra aggression stuff in there that yeah. he is now like believable again. He has potential again. He's not like great now, but it's like now before I was writing him off. Now it's like, okay, okay. I'm back. I'm starting to get back onto the Sonata train a little bit. I thought this was a very good showing for the new Sonata. I was okay. ish. I was better on David Finley here. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. What do you think of this match? That was fine. Just fine. I thought Sonata was really good. Okay. Um, I think Sonata. <sighs> Sonata's in an interesting spot because if he were to ever win that top title, which it would be now, it would be now. Yes, which is he had. Which if he loses, sorry, I expect fine. and I still expect him to lose. Yeah. So, um, I I'm excited to see this newer aggressive Sonata. Mm-hmm. Against the Okada we've been seeing this year, yes, agreed. I think I think this could be the best match these two ever have, which you know you and me have been very open about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it, it can be a little hit or miss with these two, um, because you know the matches are so long and they often aren't really anything until the last ten minutes. Which I know some people feel that way about a lot of New Japan, but it's especially with these two. Uh, so I am looking forward to it. I think the new look is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I think Sonata looks like a million bucks. Um, it'll be interesting to see what David Finley does now. I think him and Tamatonga obviously make mm-hmm. the sense. Did they set that up? Did they announce that? Let me, I believe they have. Let me double check. For and Secure check. Genesis? Yes, I believe they did announce that for Secure Genesis. Let me double check. Look. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Yeah, so... I'm I'm all good with the decision to give Sonata the crown. Um, they I'm did, interested to see what they do. They did not announce it for Sakura Genesis. I thought they did. I thought they did too. Did they announce it for one of like the the Road Twos? Yeah, uh, weird if they did, but no, they didn't. Interesting. Oh my god, they have graphics for Azumi and Hazuki. I am in shock. Checking. Um, Wow, that's a really good show. I don't think they have it for Capital Collision or Collision in Philadelphia either, so maybe not. There's maybe a pure... Oh, wait, hold on. What the... What? What? Collision in Philadelphia. Alex Coughlin versus Tracy Williams in an ROH pure rules match. Yeah, yeah, because Tracy Williams was honor, which excites me of Alex Coughlin. It's also honor. Ooh, it's a good spot for him to dive into. Anyways, anyways... Uh, it was it was a it was a good match. I, when I said fine, it was like it didn't blow 
the socks off or anything. It was like, yeah, yeah that's fine. Um, which I kind of expect. Yeah, obviously. I mean, I went three and a half on it. Ultimately, I wasn't like, I, I wasn't, but I thought it, it was way better than I thought. You, I, I talk about this. I'm not a big Sonata guy. I was interested about his thing, but I didn't really see enough. I thought I saw a little bit more here, and I was you have hope in Sonata now. Yeah, and David Finley, I was like, ah, I, I was out. I was, I, I'm getting, I'm getting out of David yeah. Finley, and, and this yeah, brought David me back. Finley's in so interesting because mm-hmm. he has good things about him yes i he i think you're absolutely right that the v1 will do him a lot of good 100 it, it david finley feels like to me like i keep saying it because this is what i think of when i see david finley right now he feels jay like white, jay white pre first g1 you know that mm-hmm. post wrestle kingdom tanahashi match Ooh. you know Ooh not not that great for me he's figuring it out and then he'll go in the g1 and do a lot of character work yeah i think you're right but secure genesis looks absolutely phenomenal so yep hype for that show we'll talk about that show uh next week i think (laughs) maybe we'll try (laughs) (laughs) i think i think maybe next week maybe two weeks from now no it's next week i think it's on the eighth yeah so next week boy how do you that that show's looking great. Obviously, yeah. we know what match I'm most looking forward to, but otherwise, I'm also looking f- to forward to the Bishamon. Um, yep, Aussie Open match, Aussie yep. Open rematch. There was a six the man tag. Most. There was a six man tag on this uh, uh, New Japan Cup Finals match that was really pretty good, um, bet- good between Bishamon and Okada and Jeff Cobb and uh, Aussie. Open. Oh. We didn't talk about Robbie Eagles and TMDK. That's pretty cool. Yes, like after that. the Hiroma match. Yes, they announced that he is joining TMDK. He's the next challenger, and they announced that, of course, for Sakura Genesis. I like TMDK. I like I oh. like the mold of it. Yes, yes, I agree. I feel like that also has big American appeal. TMDK. Yeah, thanks. Thank you to Jonah for leaving. Um. Anyways, <laughs> you're right. Ever since Jonah left, I mean TMDK. I like TMDK before, but ever since he left, they really. Hyped it up. The, well, they added Zach. They added Zach, <laughs> and, and which added way more personality. And now they added yeah. Eagles, which is kind and of Kosei both. Fujita. And Kosei Fujita, <laughs> <laughs> which is so weird yeah. because Young Line having a thing is weird, but I like it. I'm into it. I'm into it. Let's talk about it. Stardom Cinderella Tournament Night One. It took place last night. Boy, um, howdy! What a night! <laughs> so talk about it. We're just doing the overall discussions here. Obviously, we're not going to do only eighteen matches, folks. Only eighteen. You, were, I know, you've been dying for eighteen draws. Uh, we had a uh, we had a wrestler trained by Robbie Eagles join the join the crew. Yes, that uh, was Zena. Z- I believe her name is Zena. Yeah, she's joining Club Venus. Mm-hmm. Um, she was on. Uh, I did my homework. You're welcome, everybody. Yeah. Uh, she was on a S- Australian Ninja Warrior. Ooh, all right. So she got so she got a obviously an athletic background. Yep. Um, she beat she beat she Hina, which is not really a surprise. But not uh, not a big shock at all. No. Nope. Now she's has <laughs> to face. Even, oh. Yeah. Now she has to face Tekla, which go, I'm sorry, Zena. I'm sorry that has to happen. Yeah, it was a good run for you. Good run. Good run for you. But this is the Tekla Tekla tops. Um. Yeah. So, uh, thirty-six competitors entered last night. Twenty-three were eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's um. Let me just. You want me to quickly go through each? Yeah. You should here? check out Fightful's results page. Uh, I think they did a really good job. No, I'm not going to Fightful's. I think they did a crap job. I'm going for uh to represent Stardom Road. We got Trent at One Up Culture. He's got I will a bracket kill for you. me. I will kill you. You go to Fightful.com. <laughs> 
<laughs> he did a whole review. No, 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 no. You go to Fightful.com. We're not oh, doing man. this monthly Piro shit on this show. <laughs> no. No. Fine, fine. I'll pull up Fightful. Just Trent's got the visual. Does Fightful have a as a visual co- component to this article? Uh, there was the bracket as the image. What okay. else do you need? Uh, I gave you the matchups. Listen, I love Trent, but no, that's <laughs> not what we're gonna do here. All right, fine. I'll I'll look at Fightful, written by some scrub, probably. Uh, that's the truth. <laughs> so never we, said I wasn't a scrub. So we have. Uh, I assume this is in order of the show. Uh, this is the first round results. This is um, Wakasukiyama, who uh, was the ex who defeated Lady C. She got her first tag team victory the night previous and she was able to get her first singles victory here against lady c oh, it's over for everyone now walking knows how to win uh-huh <laughs> uh we got uh sai ida versus uh me defeats miyu amasaki so yeah yeah yeah. Sai, I, I joked about tekla being the only uh great person but sai is right there baby sai is still running it was a good night for ryan yeah baby you're a homeboy uh, we got uh, Ami Saray defeats Yuna Mizumori. We got Starlight Kid versus Haruki Umasaki ended in a draw uh, after both fell over yeah, the time top out, rope. Time out. I just want everyone to know I picked Starlight Kid to win. Continue. I think I did too. No, I yeah. did I? You picked Micah. I picked Micah. Continue. Uh, we'll, Continue. Get, we'll get there. We'll get, we'll there. get there. Um, <laughs> We got Xena, who was the XX, defeated Hina as a new member of Club Venus. With uh, Mariah May and uh, I was gonna say Momo, that's not right at all. Uh, and Mina Shirakawa, um, and and Zion Brookside is nowhere to be seen. Um, She's coming to the U.S. Coming to the U.S. Collision, right? Collision, <laughs> Philadelphia. I hope that's who they sent for Forbidden Door. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, uh, Cinderella tournament first round. Mariah May defeats Rina. Uh, Saki Kashima defeats Momo Kogo. Mirai defeats Hanan. That was uh, really good. That was also not really a surprise to me. Mariah defeats Hanan. Uh, but you no, had a good no, one? No. It was a good one? It was really good, yeah. Tekla good, defeats... Good preview. Tekla defeats Koguma. Uh, Tekla's on top of her game right now. I, she's always been on top of her game. Natsuka Tora defeats Raka. Shuri defeats Tomiyaki Anaba. Which, how was that? Really good. I can't wait. Azume versus Suzuki ended in a draw with both going to the top Match rope. Makes of sense. The night for me. Match of the night. Wow. They're coming for. They're coming well, for. Mercedes. If you like high speed, you're gonna have yourself a time. Perfect. They're coming for it. They're coming for that high speed title. Not high speed. Uh, here, here we go. Here's IWGP. the big one. My Sakurai defeats Julia. <laughs> she hit a superplex to Julia off the apron, and her feet touched the foot, touched the floor last. Julia's feet. Julia's feet hit first, so she was eliminated. Wow. Hey, yeah. I hey, you know that's a big elimination for Mai Sakurai. She can ha- has that in her. Uh, it's actually holster. really good. <laughs> I can't wait. I I was I was on to, I was on board of the Mai Sakurai chain way before hey. Waka. Before people were into Waka, uh-huh. I was yeah. I was one of the first ones. I remember I I do this a lot for Stardom a lot where I remember being like I'm kind of into this person. People are like, nah, don't be into that person. They're not that good yet. And then all of a sudden they become fan favorites. And all of a sudden they get pushed a little bit. I was on that with I was on that with my Sakurai gets a little bit of a win here. I'll say it. I was on that with Mina Shirakawa and people made fun of me. You were there. For her. I'll give you Mina Shirakawa it's definitely credit. I could not tell you if you were actually telling the truth about my Sakurai because I don't remember that conversation that we talked in depth about my Sakurai. <laughs> well, I, mean, um, I wasn't in depth. It was just a, I I think yeah, she has potential. But, 
I will say um, I thought Julian Mai had a really solid match. I don't think she'll get a world title match, but <laughs> you never know. Uh, you know, five minute squash. Uh, she's still not there yet, but uh, Natsupoi versus Mina Shirakawa, where both and it ended in the draw of both women falling over the top rope. Um, Sai Kamatani versus Mayu with a over the top rope finish. This looked there. like they ended the match a little too early. Did, um, it was like three minutes. <laughs> did they do four matches in a row with only yeah, with three of them over the top start, rope? This is when people started to get a little annoyed online. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Momo Watanabe defeats Micah. So, okay, so you have four matches in a row, three of them are over the top rope, and then they got Momo versus Micah, which is I don't know. I wouldn't say controversial finish because I know people will support Micah, but on the other hand, it's Momo. So it's like you have that, but uh, I don't know. That's an interesting. I popped one. out of my seat, baby. I was amped. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. It was like a victory lap for me. I was uh, like, yeah, if, you're winning, if my winner ain't winning, yours isn't either. <laughs> so, she hit a Meteora off the top. Mm-hmm. Onto Micah, who then went crashing to the floor. Was it good? It was good. Yeah. No, they they those two don't have a bad match. Uh, Utami Hayashida defeats. Uh, sorry, doesn't defeat. Tides gets a draw, a time limit draw versus the nine Takahashi. The only time limit draw of the night. Let's just point out that uh, Waka could beat the and Utami couldn't. There People don't talk about that. Uh, then uh, Tam Nakano defeats Himeka. Sort of ends. Himikano destroyed Hameka really? with a violet screwdriver. Like I was like, oh my! It was the it was the most brutal one she's hit. Really? I was like, this the these folks are telling Hameka, yeah, if you're leaving, you're leaving with a <laughs> with no neck. Okay, sounds good. Wow. All right, all right. Well, that is night one. Your next yep. matches here are going to be uh, wild tournament. This is all. These are all quarterfinal matches, right? Uh, no, this is second round, all going into quarterfinals. Uh, okay, copy that. So this is going to be Mariah May versus Mai Sakurai. Winner faces Momo in the quarterfinals. We have Shuri versus Saki Kashiman. Saki Kashim, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, Kishiman. Yep, winner faces Waka. That'd be wild. <laughs> Waka in the quarterfinals. Um, it could be Waka and Saki. I could see Shout that. Waka. Uh, Natsuko Tora versus Tanakana when her face is Ami Saray. That's interesting. That's interesting. Tam, yeah. I think if Tam wins that one, she's going, she's beating Ami Saray. You would think so, yes. Yeah, I, Julia did lose to Mai Sakurai, so who knows? Uh, Mirai versus Saida. It sucks to see Mirai lose this early. Um, and then of course Tekla versus Xena. It sucks to deport her back to Australia. <laughs> hell of a hell of a road we've had here. It was a really exciting show to watch live because mm-hmm. like the surprises just didn't stop. Obviously, yeah. and it's like, all right, all right, you guys put your you guys put your hats, your tinfoil hats on. So let's just get let's just get crazy. Um, so now I have. No idea who's gonna win, but my gut is telling me that the new favorite is actually Mariah May. Really? How? Why do you think that? Because I don't see anyone else on that side of the bracket getting to the finals. <laughs> Ooh, oh! This is a new report has come in out of Rev Pro. 
This is coming from at LDestructo83, a.k.a. Curtis of Okada Shorts, who is currently at the Rev Pro Show. He just tweeted Ooh, this yeah. out a minute ago. A picture of Dan Maloney as the newest member of the United Empire. Is that is that true? Is that true? Well, that was Dan Maloney. Uh, <laughs> Rev Pro Standard, I would say. he. Uh, oh, yeah, he's the one that people tell me is decent. Yeah, he, I, I think he's pretty decent. Uh, according oh, yeah, to according to his picture, he is on the turnbuckle throwing up the United Empire symbol. Yeah, that seems like it would be it then, huh? So there we go. Dan Maloney, uh, possibly, presumably. Whoa, boy, howdy. That looks like a good match. What What was? The, uh, the Dan Maloney match? Warrior Wrestling ran uh, the Velocities versus Top Flight last night. Yes, I saw and that. It's free I'm on YouTube. Going, going to see that uh, as soon as I can. Can't see the Vikingo match, though. <laughs> Can't see that at all. Uh, Why are you the only company allowed not to show it, huh? Why? Why? You know how, Why? You know how Cody... Uh, said that he's going to put all the companies he worked for on his WrestleMania belt. Yeah, he tweeted out the belt. Oh, let me go see it. Let me go see it. Let me live reactions to the little night from a little nightmare over here. It's fair. Live reaction from the little nightmare. Do you want me to DM it to you? Oh my god, he legitimately wrote every single one on the belt. But where did he write it? On the inside, (laughs) so no one can see it in the tiniest font imaginable in pen. Evolve, Northeast Wrestling, PWG, VIP Wrestling, Chaotic Wrestling. We're not going to read them. We can't, we can't read them all. We can't read I'm them re- all. I'm, I'm reading them all, Shush. Wrestle Pro. Is AEW in there? Let me. That's what I'm looking for. I think <laughs> he did an order. All Pro Wrestling. Pro Wrestling Magic. ROH. New Japan Pro Wrestling. I don't see any AEW on there. It's absolutely blocked out. Bastard. This bastard. He knows what he's doing. Probably. He does love the belt though, coming from the little nightmare. Love the belt. It's not. It's not. It's not about the nightmare. It's about Cody. He yeah. brought. I kind of love it. Okay, here's why, folks. Folks, a little Cody lore for you before we hit the break. Cody, remember? Remember they took away his last name, mm-hmm. so that's why Cody's on his belt and not Rhodes. Whoa! See, little little lore mat moment there. Is this oh, what? Is this stuff. what we call psychology? I don't. Oh yeah, because people toss that around like it's nothing now. Yeah, uh, yeah that's that's in ring psychology right there. I love Bully Ray saying psychology, and then I watch his Impact match, and it sucks ass. Anyways, I didn't watch the moment you said we didn't have to watch. I was like, all right, not touching it. I watched the, I watched the entire show this morning right before we recorded. You watched the entire show. <laughs> Do you want me to just get you a sign that says "I hate myself" for your forehead? We'll talk about that later, by the way, folks. Hating myself? All, all, no. <laughs> no, the uh, happenings of impact. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I was going through. Yes, is in fact true. The rumors are true. Dan Maloney accepted a armband for the United Empire from William o- William Osprey himself. So, oops, guy's going for it. This guy's going for the hand sign. I don't even know what it looks like. It's Isn't it just this? Oh, it's this, yeah. Yeah, it would be. I figured, I figured, yeah, yeah. UE. Uh yeah, good I think that's a good pick. Dan Maloney in the United Empire. This guy is I think a good standout heel in a Rev Pro. Little, so little Dan Baloney action. Little Dan Baloney action. Hey yo, it's me, Dan Baloney. 
Damn baloney here. Hey, oh, damn baloney. Got any mustards for sale? Don't don't know why the guy's interested in mustards, but that's what he is. Who's not interested in mustard? Am I right or am I right? You want to know my favorite lunch meat? Bologna? No, spam. I just love spam. <laughs> that's it. Put some nice smoked gouda on top of it. All right, all right. The people are gonna, the people the people aren't having any of this. Dan Maloney, sure. nice to meet you. My my wife Cheryl has has yelled at me down the road. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> oh man, Dan Maloney. What have new, I done? New fan favorite character on the show. Uh, yeah. So we're back. Ring Post Radio. I'm sure right. this. I, the- the, the problem little is, nightmares like, nightmares gotta eat, boys. Little nightmares gotta eat, girls. I, so the problem is, do I cut this out for the audio version, or just da- is Dan Baloney a live episode, live version only, or do I do yeah. a formal intro back? Yeah, you gotta, you gotta be here for the Dan Baloney. Not the Dan Baloney. <laughs> you ever play the Tony Hawk game? Which Where? one? I don't remember which one it was. <laughs> That's the problem. Where there was like these people, like. Holding up signs, they're like, "Not the holy baloney" or something like that. Would you be surprised? Description. Would you be surprised to know? Just like Rocky, I've never played a Tony Hawk game. However, ask me which one. However, I have played played a Tony Hawk video game clone called Disney's Extreme Skate Adventure. (laughs) Probably better. In it is a great game. You play as Woody, Buzz Lightyear, Zerg, Jesse. Young Toy story. I'm buying this tomorrow. Young Pumbaa, young Timon and Sim, T- Simba. Uh, you know my second dog's name is Pumbaa. Oh, that's great. I love that. Came that way, and we were not changing it. No, yeah, I get that. <laughs> uh, let, let me give you this roster here. Disney's. Ex- you you want to know how big Pumbaa is? Your dog or the uh, uh, animated not the warthog? Animated, not the animated warthog. What Pumbaa's, how- may- Pumbaa's maybe five pounds. Wow, of dog. Yeah, a pure dog, <laughs> Maltese Yorkie mix, a curb, a pure baloney. Disney's or Pumba. What are we doing? The, we're, we're, do talking, we're talking about Disney's playable characters from Disney's Extreme Skate Adventure. You got Woody, you got Buzz, you got Jesse, you got Zerg, you got young Tarzan, you got young Jane, you got young Tantor. I know you all love Tantor. You got young Turk. You got Simba, you got Nala, you got Timon and Pumbaa, and you got Rafiki. Plus, oh. you, you got a bunch of human skaters, like like Miles, like Ryan, like Jonathan, like Lil Romeo. <laughs> whoa, 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 time out. What? There's a wrestler named Tiller Bucktrot. Yeah, yeah well, uh, that's his actual shoot name, too. That is amazing. You can't change that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is an incredible name. Continue. Uh, the soundtrack for this game also kicked ass. We got uh, uh, Sellout by Real Big Fish. We got Get a Clue by Simon Amilo. We got Pacific Coast Party by Smash Mouth. We got Spinning Around by Jump 5. We got uh, Where's Your Head At At? Where's Your Head At? Oh, we got a big shock. Where's Your Head At? Big, big surprise. Big shock. Uh, what's that? Leo Rush has showed up to challenge Robbie X. Titled Rev Pro, and it's happening now. Wow! I I, I came to collect. He, he well, hopefully he came to collect some titles. I, mean, I hope so. Leo Rush should win more. Well, I guess technically he did came to come to collect a title, and then uh, it's just a matter of whether or not he 
win yeah, the, let's, win uh, the title. let's do the rainy up here. Do know? we think we do you think we got enough people back for the show now that we've been going for a little bit? Ready to ready to get um, talk about WrestleMania weekend? Left because of- <laughs> <laughs> oh man. We love our we love our listeners. Anyways, let's talk about WrestleMania weekend. Uh, We got uh, we we went through last week, you and I, right before we or right after we ended the show to sort of put together our sort of our our roadmap, what we plan to talk about, um, you know, what what we are looking for in terms of wrestling, what we're hoping to see, uh, what matches we want to see and all this, all the yada, yada, yada. Oh, but we went through the entire run sheet. Picked out a bunch of shows that we're interested in for WrestleMania weekend. Beyond WrestleMania, of course, we'll talk about those. What were you going to say? I just feel the need to say that uh, AEW added to this yesterday. Those bastards, right? We got you got a little Adam Cole and Danny G kicking us off, kicking off the week, and we got freaking Kenny Omega and Jeff Cobb because why the hell not? Yeah, because that's what we do. Um, I want to say that Stardom added to their Cork and Hall show on. Sunday, um, Miyuki Takase will make her deb- uh, stardom debut because she's teaming with Omega. But also, Prominence defends their titles against the Q- the Queen's Quest Big tr- Big Three, Utami, Sayaka Watani, and Azumi. So mm-hmm. because because for some reason we didn't have enough wrestling next week, mm-hmm. we now have more wrestling next week. I can't wait! I can't wait, baby. We're coming! To, we're coming to collect. As it were, I, I, I came to collect. Uh, let's talk about WrestleMania weekend. So, of course, kicking off with Week. AEW Dynamite. Uh, I can't wait for that. But then, of course, we'll have Thursday. This is where we're really getting into it. This is an order of shows for Thursday. as they are premiering, I guess. Um, we all have the uh, PST times. So, that's another thing you have to remember is that all these times are PST. Uh, so, you have to, we're on the East Coast, so we have to adjust accordingly. Uh, some of us me will be fine some of us ryan will not <laughs> i will be watching a lot of these shows at work <laughs> or the probably the next day when they're over <laughs> when they're over yeah probably uh but we'll we'll see how we'll go. we're gonna you know we'll just do it i'm gonna we're gonna do the best we can there's a lot of shows to be fair, if they were during the day you probably would have watched them during work oh i watched them easily during work last last year that was that's a an easy one easy one right there um yeah, so I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna do my thing. I'm doing my thing, as the kids would say. Do my thing, chicken wing. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> interesting. So let's talk about it. WrestleMania weekend Thursday uh, at Thursday at 4 p.m. PST. We have two shows that we're interested in talking about. First off, we'll talk about Bloodsport Nine. No, let's kick it off. Let's kick it off right. Hitchcock Memorial Show Thursday, 4 p.m. PST. This looks like a top-down. It's the Hitchcock Memorial Show. It always tends to be a potential show of the year, WrestleMania weekend. I think this is always tends to be the show that has the most interesting stuff on it. I think this is always the show that's the most must-watch show. And uh, this year, I don't, I don't think it's much different. I think there's a lot of great stuff on here. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it'll be the show of the week, and that's not their fault. No, there's, there's some uh, Ring of Honor came to collect, and uh, oh, they. they 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 not only came to collect, they came to uh dominate. They uh they uh they went out of their mind. And Impact New Japan, I think, did the best they can. <laughs> the, well they had a great well, show okay. and then it kind of uh we'll talk okay, about it. Listen, we'll, listen. We'll get to that. Yeah. Cause I got some thoughts. Yeah. 
Um, but let's talk about the Hitchcock Memorial Super Show. So uh, first off, we have a Tokyo Joshi Pro 10-woman tag team match. They've announced, they have not announced the competitors, if I'm not mistaken, um, yet. But uh, they, so we'll have some sort of 10-woman tag team match. We'll have a six-man tag team match. United Empire, Jeff Cobb, Kyle Fletcher, Mark Davis versus Time Machine, Alex Shelley, Chris Saban, and Kushida. We have another six-man yeah. tag. Arez, Latigo, and Toxin versus Aramis, Gal- uh, Ray Horus, and Galino Del Mal. Remember that big fridge dude from uh, Gleet? He's back, and he's in this match. Uh, big fridge dude. You got Rocky Romero versus Michael Oku. Rocky Romero replacing Josh Alexander, who got moved into a different match uh, to, to make up for uh, Davey Richards and his issues. Uh, so we got Rocky Romero versus Michael Oku. Then you got Brian Keith and Kenta versus Tom Lawler and Josh Alexander. Nope, ne- never mind. Josh Alexander's out of this match now. Uh, they're going to have to book a third match and have some sort of replacement for uh, Josh Alexander slash David Richards at this point. So we don't know who that is, but Brian Keith and Kenta versus someone and Tom Lawler. We'll also have Ultimo Dragon versus Negro Casas. We'll have Shingo Hiro Irie versus Mike Bailey. And we'll also yeah, have... Gonna be, that's going to be great. Yeah. We're also going to have the AAA mega title match, El Hijo del Vakingo versus Black Taurus versus Commander. So, and the yeah. day before the Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor show, you have a triple threat featuring uh, Vikingo and Commander before they face each other for the same title the next day. Uh, but we're going to sprinkle in some Taurus action into this match. So uh, that should be very good. We what are you? What are you? What are you most excited for for this show? What are you uh, hoping for? How do you, what are your thoughts? Give me a vibe check on this entire show. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna go back to what I did with the uh, with the WrestleMania thing. I'll do it for each show. Okay. I'll do my excitement level for each show out of ten, please. Uh, this is about a nice eight. Yeah. Nice eight. Yeah, baby. Uh, it, it's very nice. That main event's gonna be stellar. Mm-hmm. Um, the six man with the uh, United Empire versus Time Machine. That's gonna be fantastic mm-hmm. um Irie versus mike bailey yeah, should be great Irie and mike bailey it's gonna open a lot of people's eyes to how good Irie is if you've never seen him before he is fantastic um i love that guy it'll be speedball's first big match of the week you know yeah. someone someone uh sent to me like who's gonna be the mike bailey of this year i was like well Probably Mike Bailey. <laughs> good shot. I mean, a good shot is Mike Bailey. He has the best lineup by far of any. Was it uh, this show last year that did the bounty? Dave. What? Was it this show last year that did the bounty show? Wasn't there a show that had like a $10,000 cash grab for uh, whoever had the best match in the show? And it was like Mike Bailey uh, yeah, versus Bandito? Bandito right? Yeah, that sounds right. I wonder if they're doing Which... that again this year. I don't know, but uh, that should be great. Yeah, this this is top to bottom. I'm excited about TJPW getting a little showcase match, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe, and I want to put this out there for everyone that's listening to give you an idea of where this is on. This is going to be on highspots.tv. Yes. Um, which makes life a little difficult. But Yeah, so they're not doing the big old fight package this year. No one's doing a big old fight package. It's just no. yeah, individual streaming subscriptions. Plus. In a way, obviously, it's cheaper, but now it's not just all on fight. You need now a highspots.tv subscription thing. Which oh, it's so much cheaper, though. It is 15 bucks a month or 150 bucks a year. That is so the 15 bucks for that show. 
which you also get. So on that package, it looks like you get the WrestleCon Super Show. You get the Prestige Show, uh, Prestige Wrestling Nervous oh, Breakdown. Okay, that's worth it. Uh, you also get uh, a lot of uh, uh, AAW, the Chicago indie. It has a lot of their stuff on here as well. Uh, and they're okay. pretty good indie. Uh, and also you get like a lot of the uh, P, you get old PWGs uh, all on this as well. So that's all I think worth it as well. Um, good. So it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I think I, I probably get this for a month. Maybe I'll, maybe I buy this in April because I don't know when they'll, I don't know how their month monthly subscriptions work. If it's like build on the first of each month. Sure. But um, that would be my one nervous thing. So I might wait till April. I don't know. But uh, I, think, I don't think they do that. I don't know. I, I, I Most, just mostly just Japanese companies do that. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so that will be on high spot. So yeah, I'm very excited about this. I think that both six man tags I'm very interested in. We'll review that one for sure. Yes, I think. Uh, I'll watch that whole show. Yeah, the triple threat is gonna be great. Eerie Mike Bailey is gonna be great. Brian Keith and Kenta versus whoever and Tom Lawler should be great. I mean, I was excited for that match before. I was excited when Josh Alexander replaced him. I was excited. Uh, I'll be excited for whoever it is. Brian Keith and Kenta is a great, in- interesting team that I just I, love that dynamic. I find it interesting Gresham's not wrestling at all this week. No, no, he's not. Nor is Jordan Grace, but Jordan Grace has her uh, bodybuilding thing. I think this weekend that might be why, and and Gresham's just supporting her, which you know, hey, hey uh, can't can't deny a wife guy. Yeah, good for him passing <laughs> up, you know. The busiest weekend of the year, but that's fine. Good, bold move. Good for you. Bold move. I guess he's making making they're making the good bucks at uh, Old Impact Wrestling. Uh, another show that is happening on Thursday at four p.m. PST. It is going to be GCW Josh Barnett's Bloodsport Nine. Uh, you can watch this, of course, with the Fight Plus subscription, which is only like five bucks a month. I think it's like five or seven bucks or something like that. It's a steal. It's a steal. This the GCW. All this stuff is steal. We talked about it at the time. Realized like, oh, instead of one hundred fifty bucks for each thing, it's <laughs> like five bucks seven bucks for the entire <laughs> all these shows so i it's, can't it, imagine how they're making more money <laughs> i don't understand how um because even the individual like shows were like 10 at least yeah so they're losing money hand over fist i think but thank you i appreciate it but but maybe the idea is that it's cheaper that more people will sign up i don't know um so you have a bunch of people we got calder mccoy Versus Jeff Cobb. I know everyone's a huge Calder McCoy fan. Um, Never heard of him. We have uh, Mike Bailey versus Koto Ibushi. Uh, have you heard of him? Casually. <laughs> His first match back since the G1 finals in 2021. Yes. He has not wrestled since 2021. And he's finally wrestling this Thursday against Mike Bailey, of all people, in Bloodsport. So... It's going to be a slightly different match, but, you know, if it's going to be Striker Ibushi, then it should be pretty good. Uh, Bad Dude Tito versus Yuya Uemura. Uh, mm. I like that one. Johnny Bloodsport versus Royce Isaacs. This is, of course, Johnny Dreamwave. <laughs> this is, of course, Johnny Dreamwave. You all know who that I'm is? I'm not doing it again. I'm nope. not doing the name thing again. We got. I will, though. No, I'm just kidding. We got uh, Calvin Tankman versus Eric Hammer. Now, who is Eric Hammer? Well, of course, he's the guy that only wrestles at these blood sport events. <laughs> the the only time he ever, the only other time he ever wrestled was for the Enoki Genome Federation. 
back in like 2014, 2010, 2011. That's a Josh Barnett special if I've ever heard of one. Yes, yes. And he lost to Kazuyuki Fujita in uh, 10 minutes for to not win that title. Uh, as he should. As he should. As he should. Um, but yeah, so he just does the blood sword thing. He's like a Josh Barnett trainee guy. Uh, and Calvin Takeman, he's pretty good. Uh, Davy Boy Smith Jr. versus J.R. Kratos. We got Killer Kelly versus Marina Shafir. <laughs> That's not happening. Huh? That's not happening. Do you think Davy Richards? It's Davy Boy Smith. Oh, I heard Davey Richards. I was like, that's not happening. He retired. Uh, Davey Boy Smith versus J.R. Kratos. That sounds like your type of match. Yeah, baby. Uh, Killer Kelly versus Marina Shafir. Uh, We have John Moxley. He was supposed to face Davey Richards, and then all that went down. So now it's going to be John Moxley versus Alex Coughlin. I think that's a very, that's a great showcase for Alex Coughlin if he can do it. Um, I'm excited. Well, I think he can do it. I agree. And then, of course, your main event is going to be Josh Barnett versus Timothy Thatcher. How are you feeling about this show? Uh, I know for a lot of people, this is like their top show every year. It has one of the highest highs of any show, obviously, with Coda and Speedball. Yeah. But I will not be watching the whole thing. Yeah, that's the thing about Bloodsport is that it. I like I, there's sometimes when I like Bloodsport there. It, it's a grapple fuck show. It is one of the things where it's like the highs can be high, but the lows can just be middling dribbling. Shits. Real bad. They can be real bad. Um, it, it, the show can be a big old wavering of the two. I can tell you of being uh, from experience that being in the room is going to be a lot better than being outside the room. Um, in the room, it feels awesome. It feels like you're watching Rocky the musical on Broadway um but being outside the room uh it's gonna be there's gonna be more moments where it's gonna be a little bit boring but i think the highs of a moxley match versus a coglin a barnett match versus thatcher uh and a kota bushi match versus mike bailey mike bailey uh i think the highs the highs it's those highs warrant a must watch of this show Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well we will review both kota bushi matches that is a guarantee that's a that's a ring post guarantee what's your uh what's your uh, number what's uh what's your anticipation number five all right that's pretty good pretty good um that's not bad there's like four matches i'll probably check out yeah uh we got ddt goes hollywood baby uh the ddt show this is not in conjunction it's not the gcw ddt show this is just ddt uh on Fight Are Plus. All three of these on Thursday? Uh so far, yes. This is show is happening Thursday at 8 p.m. PST. Um Oof. this is on Fight Plus. Uh the show you have here are the Thero- the Theramones. No, you don't want to watch this. Versus <laughs> Takagi Army. Sanjiro Takagi and Michael Nakazawa. You have Andrew Everett and Nick Wayne versus Kazu Sa- uh versus Higuchi. Kazu Sada, that's what I thought. Haguchi and Masada. That match, everyone, watch that one. Not only because Nick Wayne's good and Andrew Abbott's good, Haguchi's good, but Masada, he's the next big thing in DDT. We have Saki Akai versus Vert Vixen. A little Vert Vixen showcase match here. Uh, Chris Brooks and Yoshihiko versus Mao and Shunma Katsumata. Yeah, there's no shot I watch Yoshihiko. Um, Kanosuke Takeshita versus Yuki Ueno. That will be good. One of the best matches of the collective, if not the best. That, that has really good potential. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, yeah, I, I think this match, I don't think the highs are as high for me as some other stuff, but the lows are nowhere as close as lows. I mean, you know, the Chris Brooks Yoshihiko one is like a little bit of like, ah, I wish that would be better. But, you is know, that, it's, is that the whole card? No, we got more. We got Joey Janela oh. versus Tetsuya Endo. And the, I presume main event is going to be a tag team match. Eddie Kingston and Jun Akiyama versus Daisuke Sasuke and Cannon. I assume that's pronounced. I will be watching that just because I have to. Yes. <laughs> I'm happy for Eddie. I'm very happy for Eddie. Yeah. I think there's a lot of fun stuff in here. I, I'm not this. I'm not the most excited of this night. This is my least excited show, but yeah, I think so. there's enough in here that's uh, interesting. That's not really their fault. <laughs> no. I mean, it it's, is, a, it's a packed day. It is also DDT at the end of the day. I mean, they're not... Uh, they're not a huge, huge promotion. If you gave me the option to pick a Puro company to come over, they would not have been my first choice. No. Well, you, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you would have. We all would have won in all Japan, but I don't think, like, that's happening. Yeah, Kento in the U.S. would have been a sight to see. That would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. I'm surprised. Why haven't I know? Like, it's DDT and all that stuff, and they're working. Because they're GCW, all Japan. But... They're not just. They're yeah. not. They they all they could Japan use it though. Some other places. I think they could They're use all it. All Japan. Yeah. Um. But that's that. The other show that's happening at the same time: New Japan Impact show Thursday, eight p.m. PST. This is the Impact Wrestling New Japan crossover show. Multiverse United. Only the strong <laughs> survive. Once upon a time, this was Ryan's most hype show yes. of the entire week. And in one week's time, in two weeks' time. Uh, the show crumbled. <laughs> Not crumbled. Show, it got a little really, bit better. It's a good show. Yeah. It's just not a, it's no longer a great show. By the way, DDT rating, I forgot. About a four. Mostly right. for the Yuki Ueno and Kanosuke match. That's fair. They'll get my excitement. That's fair. Um, yeah, so this show at one point in time was my most hyped show, and it's not as hyped. There's still a lot of great stuff on here, I think. I think this is definitely a show to watch. They announced another match that I'm very excited to talk about. Uh, they've added new proponents. Is Kushida no longer wrestling on here? No. At I, all? No. So the big him. the big news that came out of going into the show is, obviously, there's three news bits. Number one, Osprey. We talked about it last week when we realized Osprey is injured. He will not be wrestling on the show. And that is, in fact, correct. He is out. He is off the show. And his now his placement is Hiroshi Tanahashi, so that will be Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Mike Bailey. I just want to, I just want to, just think about that. Mm-hmm. They said, "Ah, oh, you can't get Osprey. Let's give you arguably the greatest of all." <laughs> I mean, solid replacement. Worse replacements. No, it's definitely going to be a different style of match than what the Osprey uh, one was going to be, but uh, still going to be good. Still going to be good. What? Are the chances Mike Bailey wins? Are they better or worse? Uh, worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no way Speedball is beating Hiroshi Tanahashi. Can't agree I to that. Can't totally care what age he is. I didn't think he was winning either way, so it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. I think, in a way, if I was Impact, I would try really hard to have Mike Bailey win this match. Yeah, good try. I know it's a good try. I would give Tanahashi as much money as I can to convince him because 
Another match that got completely canceled off the show is Kushida versus um, Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander announced on Thursday, I believe it was, that he uh, has going to surgery. And he immediately, and he has to vacate, vacate the title belt. That means the Kushida show, the Kushida match on the show is gone. It is Stop. now going to be Steve Macklin versus uh, Kushida at Rebellion. And, and for the new, for the, you know, for a uh, Impact World title. So that match is completely off the show because she does not work in the show right now. Something could come up something. Maybe he pops up somewhere. I don't know. He was booked at one point. Um, but there's nothing for him right now. So part of the reason Sucks. I think I'm bringing this up now also is that someone needs to replace Josh Alexander. And I don't like that it's that we're doing Macklin versus Kushida. Honestly, honestly, Scotty, it should be Mike Bailey. And that's why I'm like, if you can get Mike Bailey to win this match and then beat Macklin, you know, Macklin holds the title for like a day and beats Macklin for it, do that. Well, I think Macklin was always winning. I agree. I agree. But at this point, you don't have Josh Alexander anymore. You need someone else. Macklin can't do it. Like, for our, the way we watch Impact, it makes sense. But from what I've been told, Mike Bailey's character isn't all that good. He's not. Well, no, he's not. I'm also watching Impact. He's not. He's not. He doesn't really have much of a character. What's that? I said you watch weekly, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a die, I'm a diehard Impact. I'm an Impact head, obviously. You're you're an Impact uh, driver. Is that something? No, Ite Impact Ite. Something something. Uh, yeah, no, he's he's not the most interesting guy. He doesn't really he's not really able to do all the promo and personality stuff because he's just sort of like awkward. But I mean, you need a wrestler, and Josh Alexander wasn't the most like charismatic guy to begin with. But you need yeah, something. but he handled it well. Agreed. Agreed. I, but I don't think Macklin. I don't know. Is I don't know. Macklin I, 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 I like Macklin. Be better I, as a face now. Yes. Yes. I like and Macklin. So, but he's here's my there. pitch. Here's my pitch that they won't follow. You have this guy on your roster. Yeah. And, and some of you may have heard of him. He's really good at being a heel everywhere else except for this company. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. His name is Alex Shelley. Interesting. I've considered in my head making him a heel, crowning him and kind of coming back around for a big Steve Macklin moment. It's not going to happen, obviously, mm-hmm. because I think Steve Macklin's better fit as a babyface. Everything about him screams, oh, I should cheer for him. And then he's just a heel because he is. Um, I, I've thought Alex Shelley would make sense. I like your idea of speedball, obviously, um, especially as a babyface guy to go against like my idea of Shelly. They they have a lot of work to do because their entire being has been Josh Alexander for the past two years. Yeah, great rain. Yeah, great rain. Sucks that it had to end this way. Yeah, totally agree. Um, uh, other matches on the show is the strong open weight title match, Kenta versus Minoru Suzuki. Should be pretty fun. Sure, why not? Sure. We got Moose versus Jeff Cobb. Sure, why not? Uh, weirdly athletic bid dudes. That's what that match is. Uh, another match that got changed, Mickey James has suffered an injury. And by the way, real quickly about Josh Alexander, talk about the timeline of when Josh Alexander must have been injured. Didn't seem like he was injured last week. Something must have happened over the weekend. I wonder if it was that dastardly Lucha Cup 
from AAA, where Josh oh, been. where Josh Alexander been. wrestled one match. <laughs> I watched. It absolutely could have been. Remember last week when I said I was going to watch the entire show? You didn't watch any of it. I watched the entire show. Was it bad? It was fine. It was fine. Missable. 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 Skip. Easily said. skippable. Nothing. Nothing great. Um, another match that's obviously been changed. Mickey James has suffered injury that has prevented her from defending the knockouts title. Uh, uh, and will do at sacrifice. So she did not defend the title at sacrifice against, uh, Jordan Grace. Um, that match was completely off the show. Uh, she will not be able to wrestle on the multiverse United show here. She's not vacating the title yet. Uh, she is just going to see she's injured, but she's going to see if it's nothing or going to be better. And maybe she'll wrestle, uh, at rebellion, uh, if she vacates, but if she's clear, she can compete by rebellion. Then it'll be a triple threat with Jordan grace and the winner of this match. This match is now Diana Perazzo, Giselle Shaw, Mio Yamashita, favorite new Japan wrestler, Mio Yamashita. And Masha Slamovich. So you have a great tag team there of Miyu, Yamashita, Slamovich. The match got better. Match easily got better. I mean, <laughs> Miyu is in there and you're like, whoa, great stuff. And then Masha's in there and you're like, all right, here we go. Yeah, the, ma- in, the baby. match, like, no offense to Mickey James, but Masha Slamovich is better than Mickey James. So thus, it got better. Yes. Um, Yamasha's going to be in the United States for Rebellion. Mm-hmm. Why the hell not? They also already announced that she's going to be wrestling on Impact Television. Yeah, this week she wrestled Killer Kelly last night at the tapings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know about you, but I would just have her win. Why not? She's going to be there. Yep. She's a more... In- like, listen, if you didn't absolutely use Masha to help, Masha would be the choice for me. Yes. But she wasn't even in the match to begin with. Deanna Peraz is obviously like easy to go back to to try to lean on. Giselle Shaw is someone that they're pushing. But I don't think is there yet, personally. No. Um, I think Yamashita, Yamashita and Grace alone is good. So I think that's what I would go with. I would legitimately go with Yamashita. Yes. Sure. Do yes. I have do I have a little uh more hope for Yamashita than most? Probably. Do I have a little bias? Yes. But do I care? No. Impact needs something to help them. Yes. I think Yamashita would be part of that. That could be the that could maybe be a fun little pop, and this match I'm, could be a showcase for her. I'm not even saying give her the belt. I'm just saying put her in the put her in the pay-per-view match. Yeah. She'll be there. I agree. I agree. But she I also, wanted to work impact her whole life. But I also think uh have her win the title, why not? Well, absolutely, but I just uh, <laughs> I'm not I'm not getting my hopes up. We have an X Division scramble match for the X Division title. Uh, we have Trey Miguel defending his title against Frankie Gazarian, Rich Swan, Kevin Knight, Clark Connors, and Rocky Romero. We also have Impact. That's a good one. That should be fun. Yeah, I think that's a fun little match there. Uh, I like Clark Connors and uh, Kevin Knight being in that. We have the Impact World Tag Team title matches. We have Bullet Club, uh, Ace Austin, and Chris Bay defending the title against Aussie Open. TMDK and Motor City Machine Guns. Again, I really like this match. Eight competitors I like all in one match. Very exciting. I would consider going to get Kushida on the show. 
could always pull a tag out of this and put him in a match. What do you mean? Pull like uh give, give just give the fans a special match, like whether it's Saban versus Kushida, Shelly versus Kushida, and then you can have one of them do something else on the show too. Um I've just considered that because like I just watched, mm. you know, Prestige lost Josh Alexander. They were doing Josh Alexander and Mike Bailey tonight. Yep. And they said, Oh, okay, we'll go get Chris Saban. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, sure. And like I don't know. I, I feel like not having Kushida on this card at all stinks. And you think a good idea is just let's instead of doing Chris Saban, ha- put in Kushida instead. Chris Saban can wait a night. That's not a bad idea. I mean, they're not going to win. So who Chris cares? Saban works for the company. Yeah, like he's like a legit. He, I like he's part of the team. Yes, there. So I don't think he would be that upset if he like didn't have to wrestle in a four way tag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not going. Mach- machine guns are not going to win either. I think. Or it's- you could do a fun triple threat t- time machine. Like why? Why the hell not? Yeah, that'd, ooh, that'd be wild. That'd, that'd be actually wild. be fun. I, I would do that. I would totally do that. <laughs> Uh, we also have a, a wild eight-man tag here. Fred Rosser, Alex Coughlin, PCO, and Callahan versus Eddie Edwards, Joe Hendry, Tom Lawler, and J.R. Kratos. None of this makes sense. No. I think three of the people on this team are baby faces. Are we saying Callahan's baby face? I don't really think he is. But I don't think so. I don't think he is either. Um, but yeah, this is a huge weirdo eight-man tag here let's just grab a bunch of guys throw them in call it a day classic wrestlemania weekend fashion yeah we also yeah, have I, I, go ahead no it, go ahead it, it's just the absolute clusterfuck hey and, and it's not even the, it's not even spring break it's not even the spring I break know, show I know. and of course we also have announced countdown to multiverse united the free show beforehand i know you're excited about this scotty do you know this one? Yuya Uemura versus yeah. Gabriel Kidd. That's good. That's that's good stuff right there. Yeah. That that that's the good stuff right there. Chef's kiss. Yeah, you saved your show. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Also, Gabe Kidd randomly coming in. Why is he not on more shows? I don't know. I, I'm fine with it. I'm and I'm fine with it. That, that's fine. Getting Gabe Kidd and Eddie Kingston again. I am hyped. Yeah, that should be good. Different week, but just wanted to point that out <laughs> that is thursday what are your what's your feelings what's your vibe check on the impact new japan show originally i was probably at like an eight or nine mm-hmm. and then it got put through the ringer so i'm probably down to a six but type of show that can uh definitely blow us away i think i i totally think so i think the talent is there all they have to do is just work everyone's just gotta work hard and i think they can really have a, yeah. a great show listen to my triple threat idea, idea? Yo, scott damore i know you're listening obviously mm-hmm. uh book it time machine triple threat Why not? Let's have us all the time that is thursday that is what we think is worth watching on thursday let's talk about friday friday what we think is worth watching the entire week the entire day of quality yes third on friday we have kicking off the day at 12 at noon time pst we have tokyo joshi pro live in los angeles we have pwg spot yeah, baby. Mizuki and Yuka Sakazaki versus Maki Ito and Mio Yamashita, which I believe has been announced as a tag team title match. Big time. Big time. We have Mio Watanabe and Shoko Nakajima versus he- Heidi Howitzer and Max the Impaler. 
Interesting. Uh, Hyper Masao and Trisha Dora versus Raku and Yuki Aino. Ugh. Yeah, I know you're not a huge fan of Hyper Masao and uh, that whole group. Pretty much the entire match except for Trisha Dora. Yeah. Trisha Dora feel like she sticks out like a sore thumb here. Honestly. Yeah, it's a weird match to put her in, but happy she made the show. Uh, Hirokari, Noah, and now Kakuta. Kakuta, thank you, versus Arisu Endu and Suzume. Should be a nice little match there. Rika Tatsumi versus Billy Starks. Is that also a title match? Yeah, that's a title match. That should be very good. That should be very good. And we also have Yuki Yuki Kamafuku versus Janai Kai. That Tokyo Joshi Pro. How are you feeling about this show? Um, I don't know about you know, because they made the two matches title matches, I think they got me up to a six and a half. Yeah. The rest I'm, of the cards, meh. But those two matches should really stand out. I'm glad they formally announced the uh, them as title matches. I had a feeling they were going to be that way. And then when they announced it, I was like, okay, good. That makes this show more watch more watch worthy for me. That should be a standout match for Billy, by the way. Billy, get a lot of standout matches recently. As she should. She's quite good. She's mm-hmm. imp- she's really uh, turned it up the past couple months. Really, since the new year started. Yeah, I can agree with that. She's also on everything, so that probably helps. She is literally on everything. Last week, she was on AEW, Ring of Honor, and MLW. It doesn't say here on Cage Match. Where is that show available? Globe Theater. Oh, that's on Fight. It's on Fight. It. Oh, bucks. Not on Fight Plus. You have to buy it on Fight straight up. No, because it's part of WrestleCon. Mm-hmm. But they got to be on fight. Is it going to be on? Do you know if it's going to be Rest on the universe? Yes. Probably not for a while. Yeah, that's what I think. Um, let's talk about uh, 4 p.m. PST Prestige uh, Nervous Breakdown taking place. It's also on HighSpots.tv. Uh, I really think this would be a good show here. Let's talk about it. Midnight Heat Eddie Pearl and Ricky Gibson versus Mystery Person. Uh, because we don't uh, want to, they can't uh, do stuff. And Warhorse, Vinny Massaro versus Calvin Tankman, Clark Connors, Kevin Knight, Yuya Uemura versus Cody Chun, Guillermo Rosas, and Sonico, the C4 team in Sonico. We got Taya Valkyrie versus Mia Yamashita. Uh, uh, we have a way more interesting match uh, Aja Kong versus Masha Slamovich. Oh, poor Yamashita. But yeah. Masha, Masha and Aja, I'm very much looking forward to. Shingo Hero Irie versus Kevin Blackwood. I'm very that excited. Interesting. That's very exciting for me. Uh, West Coast Pro Wrestling Heavyweight Title Match Tyus Alexander versus Michael Oku. And then we have the six-man tag here, Alex Shelley, Kushida, and Ultimo Dragon versus Tom Lawler, Jor-El Nelson, and Royce Isaac's Team Filthy. Can we get, uh, can we get Chris Saban? Oh uh, no, he's working. He got he's working on an impact show, so we can't uh, we can't he can't work another the night. Day before. No, he can't work another night. So, what do you think about this? What do you think about this little show here? Uh, I'm probably about, uh, three or four. I let me let me talk about it. let me let me say I only try to get you a guy <laughs> for this. Ready? Midnight Heat, I think, are a great tag team. I think they're really really good. C four are fantastic, and that six man tag against Kevin Knight, Clark Connors, and Yu Yamura. That should be great work all around. Aja Kong, Masha Slamovich, that's just an interesting match right there. Irie Blackwood are going to kick each other's heads off. 
I know you're not a huge fan of Michael Oku, but I think him and Titus Alexander should be a great match. I think Alexander, I don't know what kind of crowd it's going to be, but if they are falling prestige at all, they're going to boo the crap out of Alexander and they will probably cheer the crap out of Oku because he knows how to do Why, crowd control. Wait, 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 wait. I thought Titus Alexander was a heel in West Coast Pro. Uh, yes, but this is a West Coast Pro tile match. So I oh, presume is? he's going to be playing heel and he will be booed. And Michael Oku will cheat, get cheers a lot because he knows how to do crowd control really well. Big respect to um, West Coast Pro. Just saying, now nah, we're good this week. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Uh, and then, yeah. And then uh, Shelly Kishida Ultimate Dragon versus Team Filthy. I mean, that should be fun. Do you, don't you want to see Tom Lawler mix it up with uh, Ultimate Dragon? Like I said, three and a half. Four. Interesting, interesting. I do think that's a very interesting show. That did I put that one on the list? Maybe, but I think it should be a very interesting show, nonetheless. Let's talk about Spring Break Seven. Joe Janela Spring Break Seven at eight p.m. Not seven p.m. Eight p.m. PST on Friday. They only have a couple matches announced so far, and I assume there's going to be the clusterfuck and a bunch of other nonsense. I think the clusterfuck every year, especially recently, is totally skippable. Don't even bother with it. Just watch. Wasn't maybe Sean Ross Sapp in it last year. Yep. And I believe <laughs> wasn't I believe Denise Salcedo was in it, or maybe she just eliminated. I think Sapp. she just low blowed shot. Yeah, so fun stuff there. We have here on this show GCW Tag Team Title Match: Alex Shelley and Chris Sabin versus Jordan Oliver and Nick Wayne, the East West Express. Um, it could be good. Could be. Good. I think that's three out of four great wrestlers. We got Mike Bailey versus Vikingo. El Hijel del Vikingo. That should be great. That's the one, baby. That's, that is one of the ones. That is certainly yeah, one have, of the ones. We have many ones. That is one of the big ones. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. When does this show start? This starts at 8 p.m. PST. And when does Ring of Honor start? 3 p.m. PST. Oh, uh, okay. We got that was time. four. Four is the prestige show. Oh no, sorry. Uh, the ring. Yes, it is four for the Ring of Honor show. That is the ring time. I did three because I presume they're going to do a, uh, you know, gotcha, free gotcha, YouTube gotcha. gimmick. All right, all right. I was like, if I can go wrestling twice in the same show at the same time, no, no. But he is going to be wrestling at Supercard of Honor and then driving across town to make Spring Break Seven. He'll have plenty of time. Yeah. Um. So Mike Bailey versus Vikingo post Commander <laughs> match. So should be good. Should be good, but uh, he's going to be tired. I think he'll be fine. We have a tag team match. They don't have competitors yet, but it's going to be Maki Ito and Nick Gage teaming up against somebody. I will be watching. <laughs> and we have singles match. Joey Janela. We all expected this was going to be the case versus Kota Ibushi. Kota Ibushi does not know who Joey Janela is. <laughs> I had to think. I was like, that's funny. And then I was like, is it a work? Is he doing a or thing? Is he actually being Kota Bushi? <laughs> it, it could be both. I don't know. <laughs> Who the hell knows? It, it's an interesting match. I'm going to watch it. Well, yeah, it's, that's for damn sure. I told you, we're not missing a Kota match. I think one of the... This, this is going to be a big old compliment. Uh, this is Ryan's big old compliment. Um, I think Joey Janela's best strong suit is his selling. And I think him versus Kodobushi should be very good, and he will sell the crap out of Abushi's nonsense. Mm. I think it'll be great. So I'm, I'm very excited for this match. 
I'm excited. You want my rating? Yes, please. Thinking. Pretty good show. It's a pretty good show. There's um, a lot of there's only four things in apps. Now you also you mind the clusterfuck is on here, but that is one hundred percent turn off the fight stream. We'll not be watching it. It'll start we'll at one PM or one AM EST and it'll end at four in the morning. Do not watch it. What? I'm, when it, does this show start? It, it starts at uh what is it? Uh eight PM PST. I'm just saying that it's starting it starts at, at eleven PM. Uh I think our time, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm saying it's gonna the clusterfuck is gonna be one in the morning for us, and it'll end at four in the morning because it'll be a stupid three hour event. Oh uh, yeah, um, I'm gonna go with six because of the clusterfuck. It, it it hurts the score. Otherwise, we'd probably hit a nice seven. Yeah. I, I would go maybe an eight for me. I mean, that Obushi match, the Mike Bailey Vikingo match. I mean, you know what? I'll bump it to a seven because I'm not going to watch the clusterfuck. So, what do I give a shit? Yeah. You got machine guns and a tag, tag team title match. They're going to work heel. You know, they're going to work heel. has their best champions ever right now. Yes. <laughs> That's accurate. And I cannot wait for all these titles to change hands <laughs> over the course of this week. Yep. Super card of honor, 4 p.m. bell time. I'm sure they're going to do a YouTube show. show. Possibly. Show of the week contender. Show of the week contender. This is a show of the year contender. Yeah, it was last year. On paper? Yeah. No question about it. It's a show of the year contender. We're going to talk about the matches that aren't announced yet, too. Don't you worry. Was I? I don't have that pulled up. (laughs) Oh, well, I'll start it off. Okay, hit me. We got Wheeler Yuta defending the Pure Championship against Katsuyori Shibata. Yikes. Yeah, oh baby. My God. Holy what? shit. Yes. <laughs> yes. We're going to have Athena defending the Ring of Honor Women's World title against Yuka Sakazaki. We're cooking yeah, baby. Over here, folks. We are cooking in the kitchen. Cooking. Uh, cooking with gas. Gas. Um, I think that's it. I think you can do the rest. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I believe the theme of Yuka Sakazaki has been formally announced. I think the only one not formally announced yet is they don't the... have a graphic yet. So oh, okay. if, if you don't have a graphic, you don't get you know fair enough. You get... The triple A mega title match, El Hijo del Vikingo versus Commander. Can I tell you this, this... much, Scotty? This match got announced for GCW in Atlanta, and I bought a ticket. And then <laughs> they're doing it on Ring of Honor, so I can't imagine wait. They pull it because of that. What's that? Nothing. I cannot I imagine if they pull it because of this. I would be infuriated. As long as I still get Vikingo wrestling, that's the whole reason I bought a they ticket. Won't pull it. They won't pull it. Um, uh, we... Tony Khan said, "Yeah, watch me. <laughs> watch me." Um. He is also doing booking Ring of Honor World TV title match. Samoa Joe versus Mark Briscoe. Years in the making here with Mark Briscoe's story Do here. We, could we possibly call this the boy howdy match of the night? I think in this terms has, of it probably won't be the match of the night, but it can't be. It can easily be a boy howdy. This has big old boy howdy potential. This entire show has boy. This entire show has boy howdy potential. What the hell are we talking about? Um, Ring of Honor World Tag Team Title Reach for the Sky Ladder Match for the vacant tag team titles. It is Top Flight versus The Kingdom 
versus the Lucha Brothers versus Aussie Open versus La Faction Ingobernable. This will rule ass. This, I think, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe this is my boy howdy man. Let's just get a bunch of fucking luchadors and fucking great wrestlers. And and Matt Taven, he knows how to wrestle wrestle uh, multi-man ladder matches and win them. We got uh we got Aussie Open in there. Hey, 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 hey. We got Roosh. Kingdom Shame here. We got Roosh, baby. No Kingdom Shame. Kingdom the Kingdom is great. I never gave any Kingdom Shame. I said Matt Taven knows how to win multi-man ladder yeah, matches. You were out a little snide comment in there. I'm not appreciating it. Uh this should be uh this should be great. This should be fantastic. Reach for the sky ladder match. I have no idea who's gonna win. <laughs> Me neither. Me neither. Who do I want to win? Who do I want to win? There, very nice. I, I can I will uh, not go wrong with that. Who do I expect expect to win? I have no idea. No idea. <laughs> the no Bros, maybe? I don't know. I literally I would be happy if anyone. I don't think the Lucha Bros would win. I think Honestly, my least favorite option is Rush and Drillistic. Interesting. But that's a, and that's because of Drillistic. Interesting. You're not a big old Drillistico head? Well, his brother's a lot better than him. I think when he wrestles in Noah, he comes out to the um, Mystico music. If I'm not that's mistaken. Awesome. I know. <laughs> that's how cool. That's how much I love Drillistico because I can I'm hear gonna, the Mystico music more. I guess he top flight, man. I, I think I think Top Flight has a good shot. I just can't see them doing the Ring of Honor tag titles around the Lucha Brothers. I just I don't see it around Aussie Open either. I think it's either the Kingdom or Top Flight, honestly. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, that's something. I say Matt Taven. He should be the one that brings them out, brings the title belts down. That's what I'm talking about. I pop, I pop. That should. It's gonna be so good. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait for Dante Martin to do like some cool, cool like flair when he's doing like a shooting star press and then d- dumb idiots on twitter complaining about how dare he do flair in a in, a, in his uh moves anyway. i can't wait for aussie open to just hum a guy up so high that the, he like grabs the freaking ladder and climb because that's what they do <laughs> there's gonna like throw ray phoenix he's gonna catch the ladder and just be like it's gonna be, good. It's gonna be amazing wait. ring of honor world title match claudio castagnoli versus eddie kingston This is honor, people. This, honor, honor is real. <laughs> this is honor. Honor is for sure real. I'm excited this for this, is, man. This is phenomenal. This is gonna be great. Um, you know, I've been I've been bumpy, obviously, with Claudio. I've liked some of his things. Mm-hmm. I've been a little more down than some other people. But heel Claudio yes. against babyface Eddie Kingston. Yes. I mean, that's a spicy meatball. That's gonna be great. That's going to be fantastic. I mean, that's a spicy meatball, baby. <laughs> yeah, this should be great. This should be fantastic. I'm very excited about this match. I thought the promo interview segment thing they did on this past week's Ring of Honor show was fantastic. I thought Eddie Kingston was great. Claudio, it took him a little bit, and Eddie just kept egging him on until Claudio was finally able to be like, no, th- go into it. Like you could see, Claudio. Claudio's not like a perfect promo guy, but when he's able to, like Eddie is egging him on, it brings out something in Claudio that I think is something that is much 
missing from Claudio, but I thought it was very good. I thought it was a very good promo package there. This match should be good. A lot of history. All their previous matches have been great. So, should be good. Should be good. Should be good. But that's Friday. I'd say so. That's Friday for us. Saturday, of course, not a lot of shows that are happening. There's obviously a WrestleMania. Uh, but the only show that we took interest in was the World on Lucha 2. This was a pretty good to great show last year. Um, so I don't think there's any reason why it can't be even good this year. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's in here that's interesting, but uh, let's talk about it. We had um, Sexy Star, not that one, the second one, versus Dolce Tormenta, Negro Casas versus Tony Deppin, uh, Laredo Kid versus El Hijo del Vikingo, um, Sacople and Miedo Extremo versus Bestia666 and Damien666. I mean, that shouldn't be that good. Now that I look at it, Damien, come on. What are we doing with Damien? He's 61 years old. Uh, and we also got, in the main event, presumably, Gringo Loco versus Psycho Clown. I think that's really the only show on Saturday worth watching. And even then, I'm looking at this now, and I'm like, I don't know, man. I think it's a good chance. I'll probably watch uh, NXT because I have interest, at least. (laughs) Yeah, I don't really have a lot of interest in NXT. I thought this would be way better than it is. Now I'm looking at it, I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it isn't worth it. Maybe it isn't worth it. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't help that we went from Ring of Honor to this. So that really uh, visually uh, does not help me. But uh, I don't know. I think it should be still be fun. I mean, it was fun. It was. I wasn't expecting much last year, and I think that was a really good show last year. So you should be happy. It's not much because this way you get to uh, you catch up on it. I can catch up on some stuff. I don't know. I think I'm going to make an effort to try to watch it. We'll see. Um, I think it should be interesting at the very least. And at the end of the day, it's on Fight Plus. Watch it. You know, that's five, five bucks. Uh, but that is it. That is. It for us this week. That is for WrestleMania weekend. We've been doing at this for three hours now, I think. I'm tired. <laughs> I know I know Scotty's tired. I'm tired. I got a lot of shit to do. Um we thank you everybody for listening. We thank you everybody for joining us for the live version. We thank you for listening to the long version of the audio version. We'll be back next week, obviously, to talk about a lot of these shows. Um, a shit ton of these shows, so get ready for that. Um Scotty, anything else to plug? Anything? We already did kind of a match of the week, so just give me some plugs. Yeah, follow me at Scotty Wrestling on Twitter. Check out my interview with Aki Yasakawa, who's competing in WrestleMania week. She'll also be at WrestleCon. Um, also, I have an interview, hopefully, coming out on Wednesday, but I won't say officially yet until it actually happens. So, you know, gotta gotta wait till tomorrow and then we'll see but is it, is it with uh, is it with free agent goldberg or is it with free agent Kyrie? uh it's definitely not with either one <laughs> damn but damn. Uh, uh yeah look forward to all the stuff but i'm tired we've done this long enough we yeah. gotta do it all over again next week and i can't wait baby i can't wait ring press radio episode 90 next week talk about all that stuff i'm like, super excited i thought this was a good show Follow me on Twitter at Ryan IT. Follow Scotty at Scott E Wrestling. Follow the whole show at Cannot Pod. If you have not listened to the audio version, subscribe to wherever you get the podcast catchers. Um, especially when we're doing a live version and all this other nonsense. Uh, listen to the audio version. Subscribe to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Countout Pod. Uh, I'll announce, not announce here. I kind of already announced it on Twitter, but just doing a little special thing on uh, the Patreon. 
just a sort of like a special bonus audio. It's not wrestling related at all. It's just, I'm just doing it with my fiance, Jesse. So you can hear her on there. We're uh, just all we're doing. And this is part of the point, part of the fun of being a Patreon supporter is we're just talking about Survivor, the TV show on CBS. We have, we are reviewing, and is it a month late? Possibly. There are issues. Possibly. We address it on the show. But we are talking about Survivor, season 44, episode one uh, is coming out. Our review of, recap of episode one. Review and recap of episode one coming out this Monday on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash pod. So you can hear me and my fiance talk about Survivor, or as we like to call it, Survivor, um, this upcoming Monday. So join the Patreon for that. We would greatly appreciate it. And we'll probably do it like weekly episodes. I think we talked about maybe next week being like episode two and three to try to catch up a little bit. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll eventually try to make them be like sort of maybe like weekly episodes, something like that for however long Survivor's on for, I think, like 12, 15 episodes? I don't know. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll be doing that. So we would appreciate it if you join the Patreon and listen to that. Um, anything else, Scotty? I think we're good to go. No, enjoy the week of wrestling, folks. Yes, I will be spending the first half of this week to catch up on everything I haven't watched to then be super behind again. So I cannot wait. Uh, that is it for this week's episode of Ring Post Radio. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We love you all. And we will see you next week for an even more jam-packed episode of Ring Post Radio. Until then, goodbye, everybody. Hi, guys. This is Lauren. This is Michael. And this is Your Dose of Death Podcast. If you're genuinely curious about the world of deathmatch wrestling, look no further as me and Mike have you covered on all things in the world of deathmatch wrestling, whether it's interviews, show reviews, or everything in between. We have you covered on all things Deathmatch Wrestling, whether it's past, present, or future. And you're probably wondering where you can go support us. You can find Your Dose of Death podcast on all major podcast platforms, especially along with the Countout Network of Podcasts. And also, you can support us on the Countout Patreon, as we have exclusive content only on the Patreon for all of our listeners. We hope that you go listen to Your Dose of Death podcast very soon. And see you at the show. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc this has been a count out podcast